The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Trial lawyer Chad Hemmett from Anderson Hemmett Law Firm. So there's definitely lawyers out there who brand themselves as tough guys, aggressive, and have these tough-sounding nicknames. You know, the interesting thing is you sign up with them thinking you're going to get some action, but I can tell you there's countless occasions with those tough guys when it comes to actually filing a lawsuit and having some real serious heavy lifting. They send their cases to me. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident, contact a personal injury team at Anderson Hemet. Online. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Looks, holds, up top, dry sidle, a long shot, missed the net, rebound, shot, score! Connor McDavid from the bottom of the circle has tied the game at three with 27 seconds left. I can't believe it. And here we go, 5.6 seconds on the clock. Jeremy Grant looks in. He throws it into Paul George. George against Torrey Craig. Step back three. Got it! 1.4 seconds left for Denver. We're tied up at 124. Okay, so that's what happened last night both at Pepsi Center and in Edmonton. Both the Avs and the Nuggets found themselves tied. Both of them blowing big leads. Both found themselves tied. And then, well, then they were untied. Both teams emerged victorious. We'll get to that in a moment. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show this morning. Joined by H.W. Will Peterson. Where is uh, Manchester today? Uh, taking some well-earned PTO. We'll do Super Bowl preview with him in a little bit, Vic. But, oh my goodness, Tuesday night in Denver was awful. Last night was awesome, and you were courtside for one of the wildest finishes we've seen from the Nuggets in a long time. I've got such a headache right now. It feels as if Steven Adams punched me multiple times. It really does. It feels as if Stephen Adams took his palm and palmed my head. All right, so take me through your night, dude, because I'll take you through mine, but mine was pretty boring. Uh, where did it start? How did it end? Uh, tell me. Oh, we got plenty to talk about, but I there were so many moments during that game that can encapsulate a show, right? So many things we could talk. I'm looking at the highlights right now when... Jamal Murray broke Steven Adams' ankles when he made him fall to the ground, crumble to the ground. The entire place went crazy. You know, that's the new thing now. Uh, that became viral right away. Paul George scoring 43 points. The guy was unstoppable. Scoring the game time bucket, as you just heard there. Unstoppable. There are so many things that happened in that game, not to mention the guy who ran onto the court to confront Russell Westbrook. Not sure what that one was all about, but that not not saying all that was part of the game because the big part of the game was, of course, Gary Harris hitting the game-winning bucket. That was the game. Was that the most lit you've seen Pepsi Center? We'll get to the we'll get to Cause's call, which is phenomenal. Uh, was that the most lit you've seen Pepsi Center for a, a three-hour span for a Nuggets game, and and how long? Especially with the ending we saw last night. Well, it was intense. It was intense because it was such a big lead that quickly evaporated and people started to get nervous. It was very, 
very intense. I'll put it that way. A lot of OKC fans, though. Meanwhile, more than I'm comfortable saying, there's a lot of them. Well, you sent them on ticked off. Meanwhile, I'm watching the Avs last night without Nathan McKinnon, and it's deja vu, Vic. They get this 3-2 lead against a team they're better than in Canada. They're hanging on for dear life. Bernier's a brick wall, and then we just heard it to open the show. What do you know? Connor McDavid, Peter McNabb said it best. Great players just find the puck. He ties the game at three, and you're thinking, oh, no. Here we go again. They can't afford another 4-3 loss in overtime in Canada to a team they're better than. And, again, we'll get to it momentarily. But Tyson Berry, Vic, saves the day with an unbelievable play, unbelievable patience. JT Comfort cleans it up. Uh, again, Tuesday night kind of sucked in Denver. Thursday night, happy Friday, Denver. That was awesome. All right, you saw how the opposing teams tied the games. Let's see how the home teams won the games. Our home teams right now. Big news right now. What the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Nuggets win. Nuggets win. They finally close a game. They tried it the first two times this week, couldn't get it done. Last night, just with mere seconds, 1.5 left, Gary Harris gets the ball, and this happens. Jokic looks in. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! (laughs) G-Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. How about that? Can you imagine if they had beaten the Celtics in San Antonio on the last shot? We'd have three in a row right now. Michael Malone was front and center to watch that as the Nuggets emerge victorious finally. Michael Malone's thoughts on that game. Going into this four-game stretch of Boston, San Antonio, OKC, and Golden State, we knew it was going to be a tough grind. How proud I am of this team, I, I can't even explain it. To give ourselves a chance against Boston, uh, San Antonio, on the road, third game, four nights. To give ourselves a chance tonight against a team that's playing very well. And we, we pulled it out. Meanwhile, in Edmonton, where it's below freezing, the Avs rally after Edmonton ties it. The Avs untie it in overtime. Far side, Comfort shoots, blocked away by Edmonton, picked up by Tyson Berry, holds and looks, holds and looks, holds and looks, shoots, save, rebound shot, score! J.T. Comfort, and the Avs have won in overtime. Tis the Friday, last Friday before the Super Bowl. Patriots and Eagles, Super Bowl Sunday, Gronk will play. What were you specifically able to do today? Uh, everything. I was cleared. Uh, so today I, I was able to do everything everything that I was asked to do out there on the field. So I'll be ready to roll in the game. I'll be full go, ready to roll. That is big news right now. I'm watching right now at Sports Center as they show us the elements of uh, that tiff at the end of the game. Russell Westbrook getting into it with that fan. That was on the other side of the court directly across from me. Man, that was... Dangerous. I mean, that guy ran onto the court. That could have been extremely dangerous. He's lucky he didn't get hit by Steven Adams. Yeah, I mean, 
Vic, you were you were right there. Obviously, the focus was on the the scrum and the mob when Gary Harris hits it. But then, and Jesse, I, I think we have this sound too. We can maybe get to it. Reggie Miller just went off on that fan after the game. Meanwhile, everyone on Twitter seemed to to love the fan. We'll dive into it throughout the show. But I guess I I don't really know what happened. I mean, I saw the fan sort of puff his chest and and Russell. Russell push him, and we've got this sound, Vic, if you want to dive into it. Uh, here's Reggie Miller talking about what happened with this fan. And a fan with a little shove right there at the end of the game. And he pushed him aside as Westbrook was just walking off the floor. Absolutely. The fan is in the wrong there. He should not be on the floor. He should be happy he didn't get knocked out. He should be happy. I... I don't know what happened to that fan. I did see a bunch of security guards all over him. Now, let's be honest. He didn't threaten to violate Russell Westbrook. He just got in his face. At the same time, nobody should be in the playing field when the game is in play, ever. And at that point, the game was still in play. I know the clock said zero, but players were still on the court. That is a scary proposition for anyone. Have you seen the uh, viral photo, Vic, uh, of, of, you know, the, the game winner of, of Gary barely getting that ball over Russ's hands, and you can actually see the fan who eventually gets yes. in the scruff with, with Russ? And then there's also a guy in between Russ and Gary Harris who honestly looks like Michael Malone in a hoodie. Have you noticed that guy yet, too? I'll say this about Russell Westbrook. He is a witch. He is so damn impressive in person, athletically. He can do whatever he wants athletically. He can go to the rim. He can go deep. He can do whatever he pleases. When the game is on the line, late in the game, we're sitting there watching going, boy, they better have a lead because this guy's going to take over. As it stands, it was Westbrook and Paul George taking over. They tie it. They, they rally from 20 down. And thankfully, Gary Harris ended it. Otherwise, I, I may not have woken up this morning. I'll be honest with you. Well, I may not have emerged for the show. I, I could tell, Vic, that after the Boston loss, you weren't real thrilled. After the San Antonio loss, I watched you on TV. You really weren't thrilled. I am just glad for your mental health, my mental health, and the city of Denver's mental health that, as Michael Malone put it in the postgame, the basketball gods smiled down on the Nuggets last night because, frankly, they deserved it. Well, I didn't watch the Avs game. What happened there? They took the lead. Then they gave up the lead, yeah. and then they won the game. So it was one of those things, Vic, where it's 3-1, right? And it's the third period, and you're thinking, just get that fourth goal and put them away. Just get that fourth goal and put them away. Fourth goal never comes. Edmonton makes it 3-2. Next thing you know, there's just a couple minutes left, and you're thinking, they're going to win 3-2. Edmonton pulls its goalie, and we talk in this town a lot about Nathan McKinnon, and rightfully so. He's probably the MVP. Going to be tough to see if he can hang on to that. But Connor McDavid just finds the puck and makes it 3-3. And then in overtime, Connor McDavid almost gets a breakaway to win it. And it may have been Nikita Zadorov. I'm spacing on the defenseman right now. Pokes it away. Win the game's 3-3. A couple minutes later, Tyson Berry makes a hell of a play, gets a shot on goal. JT Comfort cleans it up. And then, of course, the Nuggets happen. I mean, February 1st, 2018, if both these teams make the playoffs, Vic, that's a day we can look back on as, as sort of a turning point day, uh, again, if both teams are in the dance in a few months. Oh, that's huge, huge for the Avs. you got to beat those kind of teams on the road, and you beat them without your all-star. Okay, we got plenty to hit today, plenty to talk about. Is, of course, the last Friday before the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll go into the entire evening at Pepsi Center. So many events took place. I, I don't even know where to start there. I'll run you through that. Uh, the Avs and Nuggets, 
Both get her done. You got the Vic Lombardi Show right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris. It is our Super Bowl 52 big game spectacular. Ryan Harris joining us from Minneapolis. Our guests include Eagles wideout Alshon Jeffrey, as well as D'Angelo Williams and Golden Tate. Lindsey H. Jones from USA Today to talk all things NFL and our Kirk Cousins dreams. Plus, we will bring you all of the best Super Bowl prop bets. For example, who will have more? Washington Capitals shots on goal against the Vegas Golden Knights or Philadelphia Eagles points? The Caps laying eight and a half. Oh, we're going to get sleazy. Coming up on the Friday edition of Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media school right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at FiveWellbeing.com. 
What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. It's a staller accident getting loaded up at the end of the ramp from northbound I-25 to eastbound I-70. Traffic is backing up onto I-25 back to Auraria Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Three-car accident clearing off the right lane, right shoulder area, westbound 6th Avenue at Federal. So watch for activity and delays there. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International will bring hope to a child in poverty. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Late in the game, they start switching pick and rolls, and he just make five straight times in uh, so ten points, whatever, in a row. That was really huge for us. They make some tough shots. Special the last the ball road last one in in the uh, in the end we got the win that's the most important thing. They got the win all right. Boy did they get the win. Nuggets win, Avs win. You got the Vic Lombardi show altitude nine fifty. We'll hear more from the players after that uh, ridiculous thrilling finish at Pepsi Center last night. The Avs did the same on the road in Edmonton. Avs continue the road trip on to Winnipeg where I, I believe it's even colder. The Nuggets meanwhile. They get Golden State tomorrow night. Another fun night at the can. Um, I do want to go over one thing. The Gary Harris shot was tremendous on so many levels because Nikola Jokic had to inbound it all the way across the court. He was seated right in front of or standing right in front of the OKC bench. Harris came open on the other side. And I guess you can argue whether or not he exceeded the five-second count. But he had to sidearm that pass halfway across the court, get it to Harris as he's moving away from the basket. Harris turns, rubs Westbrook in his face, and in one fell swoop gets the shot off to win it at the buzzer. Such is the bounce of the ball. That one goes in. The Will Barton shot in San Antonio, which was a much cleaner look, he didn't have anybody in his face necessarily for that shot. That one bounces out. That's the game. Them are the golf. That's, those are the basketball gods, I guess, at play. That's the game in a nutshell. Some shots go, some shots don't. Gary Harris found the back of the rim and then sprinted off the court. That's That may have been my favorite part of it, the fact that he sprints off the court. Well, and your loins said blowout, and it looked like blowout for a while and then Oklahoma City makes the crazy comeback, and, and, you know, the cynic in me is thinking, oh, no, here we go again. Kudos to the Nuggets for still winning the game because, like you said, they could be 3-0 and in these last three, but they could be 0-3, and, and none of us have a time machine, so we'll take 1-2 and two at this point because that was a big win last night. Uh, the news on Nathan McKinnon, in case you didn't hear yesterday out, uh, they estimate two to four weeks with his upper body injury. Not exactly sure what the injury is. It's... Looks to me in the shoulder somewhere. Two to four weeks, which, you know, you could have seven games without McKinnon. You can have 14 games without McKinnon. Uh, bottom line is, this is a crucial road trip. Because most of these games are on the road. 
So to take on Edmonton and take three or two points in Edmonton without McKinnon, that's big. How greedy are you willing to get on Saturday night? And we can dive into this throughout the show, but Tuesday night we said was tough. Thursday night was awesome. How greedy should we get as sports fans Saturday with the Avs in Winnipeg and the Nuggets hosting the Warriors? Who do you think has the tougher game there? The Avs are on the road against the team that leads the division. All right, Winnipeg leads the Central in points. Or the Nuggets, who are at home against the best team in basketball. Which is the tougher game? Man, with how well the Nuggets are playing right now, Vic, I'm going to say the Avs game is tougher without McKinnon. The, uh, I believe Golden State plays tonight, so they'll have the second game of a back-to-back. I think Golden State is on the road in Sacramento tonight, so they may come in a bit tired. Yeah, they, they play the, at 8.30 Mountain in Sacramento, so they're looking yes. at, what, a 2 a.m. arrival, 3 a.m. arrival? Yes, yes. So they're going to have their hands full. That's a tough turnaround for G-State. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Kerr rests one of his uh, big four. So would you agree that the Avs in Winnipeg is tougher tomorrow yes. night? Yes, yes, yeah. that is definitely the case. That, that there's no doubt. Now that I think about it, that is, and I never thought I'd say that when you're taking on the best team in basketball, but that is definitely the case. Okay, let's kick things off as we do every morning. Our piping hot takes. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present piping hot takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Well, I'll let you handle the abs, and I'm sure you will. You are hockey, Will. I will uh, take care of the Nuggets because I saw it up close and personal last night. Uh, the insanity of that, that basketball game. All the things that happened during the course of that basketball game. Of course, we uh, we concentrate on the game winner. But let me let me pick it up from the get-go. Let me start at the very beginning. I mean, the crowd. I saw a lot of OKC fans. I get it. Not sure where they're all coming from. I get it. But it was another packed house at Pepsi Center. Energetic, national television. It doesn't get any better than that. The scene, the theme, the atmosphere was beautiful. But all the things that took... Russell Westbrook had a 2020 game. Russell Westbrook had 20 points, 21 assists. Okay? 21 assists. We overlooked that because what his teammate did. His teammate couldn't miss. Paul George, 19 of 26, 5 of 8 from the three-point line, 43 points in that game. All right, forget that. That's just the Oklahoma City side of things. What about what the Nuggets did? Nikola Jokic, uh, just another triple-double. 29 points, 14 assists, 13 rebounds. No center in the history of the NBA has recorded that kind of stat line with that many assists since 1984. Again, 29 points, 14 assists, 13 rebounds for Nikola Jokic on national television. So that emerged last night. Jamal Murray breaking ankles, a play that's going to live virally forever. That's going to make that end mix, and one mixtape. He made Steven Adams fall like a baby goat. That was a, that was so bad. I felt so sorry for Steven Adams. He double crossed him and boom! That happened last night. And then the closer, Gary Harris. Finally, 
Somebody finds the bottom of the rim with the game on the line. Gary Harris walk off. Oh, but they're not done yet. Because after Gary Harris makes his shot and Pepsi Center explodes, some dude runs onto the court. He was standing there courtside. I saw him earlier in the game and confronts Russell Westbrook. He went full west side on Westbrook. And Westbrook's like, what are you doing? That dude's lucky. He's lucky Steven Adams didn't eat him because he was right next to him. That was dangerous. All of that happening in one game at Pepsi Center. It was one of the greatest games I've ever witnessed there. And I'm not jumping into my hyperbolic chamber because of everything I just described. So many different elements to that game. And Vic, where were you? You were right by Nikola Jokic on the inbound pass? We started the game. You know where the guy confronted Westbrook? We were right there to start the game. Okay. That's where we started. We watched the first quarter there, Kyle and I. And then we decided to give our tickets to two kids that were sitting in the upper deck. Two young kids making their first trip, their first venture to a Nuggets game. They were there with their parents. So we went upstairs and we just found two random kids. Said, do you want to sit in our seats? So we brought them down there. They were so thrilled. It was so cool. That was my favorite part of the night, to be honest with you. Rocky had some fun with them. So they sat in our seats. And then we moved to the other side, next to the OKC bench, where there were two open seats. And we sat there for the rest of the game. That was crazy, because every time the Nuggets inbounded the ball on that side, there we were. There was Kyle eating his hot dog. He wouldn't stop eating hot dogs. He must have had seven of them by the end of the game. What a night at Pepsi Center. Next, hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Meanwhile, earlier in the night, the Avs are up in Edmonton, and before the Nuggets and Thunder get going, all eyes are focused on what's going to happen in Canada. Avs coming off a tough loss to Vancouver. Did get a point, but you're feeling like, man, Winnipeg on Saturday night, you need to get two points. Watching Todd Romero, Mark Rycroft, John Michael Lyles break it all down. Kyle's, of course, at the Nuggets game with Vic. And they get the 3-1 lead after two, and Riker and Lyles are are thrilled and happy, but they're also saying you got to finish, you got to finish. Third period rolls around, Avs unable to finish. Connor McDavid ties it at three with 28 seconds left. You're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. And then John Michael Lyles, I believe it was in the postgame, calls him Connor McJesus. And you're like, oh, if John Michael Lyles is calling him that, we might be in trouble McDavid gets a chance to start overtime, and Big Z, who had a snipe earlier in the game, makes an unbelievable play on McDavid to stop a breakaway and keep overtime alive, prevent McDavid from getting a game-winning hat trick. And then Tyson Berry, welcome back, makes an unbelievable play, and this happens. Far side conference shoots, blocked away by Edmonton, picked up by Tyson Berry, holds and looks, holds and looks, holds and looks, shoots, save, rebound, shot, score! JT Comfer, and the Avs have won in overtime. Holds and looks, holds and looks, holds and looks, welcome back, Tyson Berry, holds and looks, holds and looks. The reason the Avs win. Comfer cleans up the mess. The Blues lose last night, which is good for the Avs. They're officially back in the wild card. They would be the eighth seed if the playoffs started today. February 2nd, a good day in Denver, Colorado. Both the Nuggets and the Avs in playoff position. The final Friday before Super Bowl. What Super Bowl are we at right now? We're at 52. This is the one the Broncos were supposed to play in because uh. they played in 48 and 50, uh, but then they went 5 and 11. 
The final Friday before the Super Bowl. We'll get a lot of Super Bowl talk in. I guess Ryan Harris had fun on uh, Radio Row yesterday. How many interviews did he compile during the course of his show? Several. <laughs> did it's, yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy up there. Uh, apparently they're supposed to be joined by like the likes of Alshon Jeffrey or something very soon. I, I don't know. He's playing on Sunday, right? I was going to say, how the hell are they going to be joined by him? I, I don't know. It just it, When you're Ryan Harris and you walk around with that ring up there, I guess people look at the ring and, and kiss the thing. The bling works. Yeah. All right, we'll, uh, we'll have some stuff from Ryan out on uh, Radio Row in Minneapolis, and uh, we'll discuss uh, what the Eagles have to do to have a chance to win this game. I, I'm still picking the Patriots, no doubt. There's nothing that can convince me that the Eagles can win. Nothing. Are we doing Benny Hanna, or wh- where do we stand on that? Benny Hanna next Wednesday night, my friend. No, I meant on payment for said Benny Hanna. Yes, of course. So we're we're betting the Super Bowl officially. Yeah, I think, how many times do we have to go through this? Well, can I get the points? Because I'm going to get greedy on a Friday. No, I'm not. I'm not giving you the points. It's the game. You you seem to think that the Eagles are going to win. I'm taking the Patriots. So as much as I hate saying that, the loser picks up the tab for the eight of us. If the Eagles lose, I get it. If the Patriots lose, you get it. I'm not going to have you pay for the entire group. I'm not that mean. I mean, a bet's a bet, man. I'm, I'm the one who lost. I would never, I would never make you pay for the entire group. All right. Well, I know Marty and Jesse are going to drink about four Buddhas each, yes, so just I keep know, that that's in the mind. Point. Yeah. I'll make you pay for. I tell you what, I'll make you pay for us, the, those involved in the show. If you lose your bet. Well, all eight of us are involved in the show because the, I the want the kids. I want the kids to pay for it. <laughs> okay. They lost their bet. They have to pay for it. All right, got a lot to catch up on this morning. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Holton looks, 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 Holton looks. Hiking Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. This is James Marlant. I want to tell you how you can save more in mortgage interest with my friends at American Financing. It's common knowledge that you're going to pay interest when borrowing money. But did you know that there are ways to pay off mortgage interest sooner? From bi-weekly payments to an extra payment each year, even a streamlined refinance, you have options available that will save you anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are gone. Both are gone. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the Avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we gotta go on the other side of the glass, eh? To see the Avs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much Avs access. Altitude 950. Stock up for the big game at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits in Centennial. Now open off Parker and Arapahoe with more than a thousand varieties of beers to choose from, great in-store specials, and a cigar humidor with over 270 different cigars to choose from. Shop online, davidsoncentennial.com. 
J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Speeds dropping below posted limits westbound C-470, Quincy to Morrison Road. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Seeing some slowing from an earlier crash northbound I-25 approaching I-70. Southbound is slow under posted limits between 104th and Spear. Then you're slowing again downing down to Hamden on southbound I-25. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I find it hilarious that Akeem Tamir tried to act all hard and when the hardest thing he's ever done was shoot himself in the leg. I'm done. <laughs> oh, man, Jimmy Kimmel got him to say that. Jimmy Kimmel, when they'd read those tweets, mean tweets, they got like... 18 NFL players who all are at the Super Bowl just to read stuff like that. And Aqib Tlaib ends it with that, the mic drop. That was hilarious. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Uh, coming up a little bit later, 
why the Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, despises the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. Has to do with Super Bowl rings and last year's Super Bowl. Also, why you should never hold any other activity on Super Bowl Sunday. You wouldn't believe what I have to do this Sunday. Yes, and it's during the first half of the game. We'll get into that a little bit later. Mm, brutal. I can yes. only guess. Yes. In fact, we'll have my wife join us. She can explain. Okay, sounds good. She will explain. I'll let her argue it, not me. Um, Something hit me last night as I'm making the rounds, you know, walking all over Pepsi Center, engaging with the fans, enjoying ourselves. Got a chance to talk to a couple uh, OKC players that I got familiar with in the last few uh, few years, and I need to say something, and I, I know you're going to disagree, because I've said this before, and uh, you haven't liked the idea, but for all Denver fans, I think it's time we let bygones be bygones with Carmelo Anthony. Mm. Why do you say that? Because he's, nice, he's a nice guy. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, number one, and it's over, right? It's been a long time. I think the statute of limitations as... There's no need to hate Carmelo Anthony because he wanted out of Denver or because his wife wanted out of Denver. Whatever the, the the case may be, he's no longer here. He plays for another team. I get it. You don't have to cheer for him because he plays for a division rival. But the hatred toward Carmelo Anthony, eh, I don't see the need for it anymore. All right, I just so don't. I'm, willing... I'm the mayor of hatred in this town. I'll yeah. tell you when it's time. I'm willing to listen, Vic, but can you provide a little more evidence of why bygones should be bygones? Did you have a good chat with him last night? Did he say he misses this place? I mean, I just need some acknowledgement from Carmelo about how good he had it here, and then I'll let bygones be but bygones. Just watching him engage with people around Pepsi Center, people he knew when he played here. He's still mm -hmm. well-liked. He's still beloved by a lot of those people that knew him well. I don't know really anybody that hates him, right? He's not one of those. I mean, Russell Westbrook can really rub you the wrong way. He can be very abrasive. Abrasive. I can understand why people don't like him in something. Carmelo's a likable guy. Mm -hmm. What's not to like about Carmelo? You tell me. Lala. Oh, come on. There's really no reason to have distaste for Carmelo Anthony anymore. I think he, he brought this city a lot when he was here. Um, he lived in the postseason when he was here. And he went on. He left. No big deal. He lost last night. He lost the game. And he was getting booed unmercifully at times. And I didn't feel sorry for him. I just think it's time. Eventually, he's going to have his number retired as a Denver Nugget. He will. Like it or not, he will. I'm not really in a fighting mood this morning, Vic. I'm in a good mood because of what happened last night. So if you officially want me to tell you I forgive Carmelo Anthony, um, whatever. I, forgive I just want Carmelo you to take Anthony. him out. I mean, I'll ask anybody else out there. What? What are your thoughts? For those of you who went to the game, and by the way, I want to apologize to the guy we give tickets to, the guy who won our Power 5 uh, contest yesterday. The plan was to have him come sit front row for a little bit, but we ended up giving those front row seats to those two kids in the upper deck. So um, I can't remember the name of the fellow. It, it who was won Lance, tickets. and he still got hooked up with club-level tickets, so I wouldn't feel too bad. I about think he's going to be okay. Yeah. But we gave him to those two kids making their first uh, visit to Pepsi Center, their very first Nuggets game. Dude, how spoiled are they right now? Yeah, right? By, the, by the way, in all seriousness, I give you and Kyle a lot of crap, but kudos to both of you because I saw that on Twitter last night. It made me smile. I mean... Two kids, first game, sitting in the upper deck, and you and Kyle, the the two guys they know from TV, come and give them their seats. I mean, that had to make you feel good. So well done, Vic. Well, it had to make them feel good to know that they go to their first game and they're sitting up close. Now every game they go to, they're going to tell mom and dad, well, what the hell are these seats? 
Yeah, that's why we appear. true. You, man, you, you may we have not really done their parents a favor yeah. last night. But yeah. no, in all seriousness, a, a very cool thing. And dude, you know what? I'm in such a good mood this morning. I won't forgive Raheem more this morning. But if your sole goal was to get me to say. Whatever, Mello, then whatever, Mello. I forgive well, you. Good luck in OKC. Again, Have fun not winning a playoff series. He plays for the opposition. He plays for a division rival. So you obviously cheer against him when he's here. That, I mean, I have no problem with that. He, he's he's a, an opponent. But this deep-rooted hate, this venomous hate for him, I think it's I think it's ill-advised. I, he's a good guy. Trust me when I say this. He's a good guy. He sits there, he smiles before and after the game, visited with all the people at Pepsi Center that he used to run with when he was here. He's a good dude. I'll read some of the texts coming in. I want to get your uh, thoughts on that uh, from 4746. Listen, I'm allowed to still hate Mel if I want to, according to doctors. You are. You are. You're allowed to if you want. I just want that hate to, I want it out of your system. Uh, says Nash, I wanted to punch all the Nuggets fans who booed Mello last night. He's one of the best Nuggets all time, and we boo him. Come on now. Let it go, Denver. I agree. I agree. Give him his due. He gave Denver a ton. In the decade he was here, he was in the playoffs every damn year. Just he remember also, that. He also lost in the first round every year in five until Chauncey got here to save his bacon. Okay. In the decade he was here, what you saw at Pepsi Center last night, that scene on national television, on TNT, happened all the time. The Nuggets used to live on TNT. They used to live in that 8.30 time slot. They lived there when Carmelo played here. I recognize that. So should you. Uh, that's fine. I already told you. If, if you want me to just concede you on this, I will. But I'm also not going to concede that Melo's never going to have a ring in his career, and he's never going to get a ring, and he's going to go down as one of the worst playoff, his, playoff players in NBA history. So those are all just facts. This sort of goes against my field day attitude toward Denver because I really believe sometimes his fans were too nice. Two things happened last night that changed that. Uh, the fans mercilessly booing Carmelo and, and, and then that guy that ran onto the court. I, 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 I hope, I hope we don't see that again. Because the guy running onto the court sort of scared me. Do we have the sound from Westbrook after the game, by the way? Westbrook was interviewed about that incident. I honestly thought Steven Adams was going to eat that fella. Cause Steven Adams runs there to defend his teammate. Westbrook is looking at him like, what the hell are you doing on top of me, dude? You're on the court. Let's go ahead and play. This is Russell Westbrook after the game. Of course, man. You know, you got to be able to protect the players. Man. You play the game, you call the fans, obviously enjoy the game, but it, it can't come on the floor. It's totally unacceptable. Can't come you on know, the floor. Totally unacceptable. You know what's unacceptable to Russ when you when you think that's your home floor? Like you did last year when you got that historic triple double and you walked around like it's your home court. Maybe, you know, and I'm never going to engage in, hey, it's okay to mess with the players. That, that was way over the line last night. But the fact that he felt uncomfortable on the home floor, that's not your home floor, dude. You play for OKC. Well, I'm getting mixed messages from you this morning though. So, so you want Denver to hate Russ and embrace Mello? Like, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. In a nutshell, yes. How should we feel about Paul George? I mean, should I we know. just break down the Thunder roster? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you, I'm giving you my feelings about each player. That's all. All right. Well, I mean, and we'll get to it more throughout the show. Kyle will join us at nine. But I mean, 
What what was the scene like for you and Kyle last night? You were in you were in nine different seats seemingly, and then you ended up yeah. next to Joker. And then Marty just tweeted the video. Go to it at altitude nine fifty. Vic, have you watched yourself jumping up and down yet on TNT? No, no. Let me see. Where is it? Uh, on Ma- Twitter. Marty tagged you in the video. Uh, Marty wanted to write something kind of mean in the tweet. I told him not to. Um, do you want to watch it and then me tell you what Marty wanted to write? Yeah, let me see. I'm I'm playing it right now. All right, you're watching what, yourself. Time? Okay, I'm look. There's there's me. There's Kyle. I'm right behind Jokic. What the hell? That's embarrassing. <laughs> what the hell am I doing there? Look at that you, is dude. Embarrassing. Marty, can I tell you what Marty wanted to write in the tweet? And I told I'm him not, not to. Let me let me say something right now. I am embarrassed as a human for jumping up and down like an idiot there. What <laughs> am I doing? <laughs> Get to at Altitude950 on Twitter when you can. We've quote tweeted this. Literally look at Jokic. What am I doing? And then Vic, you're, you're, Marty, Marty wanted to write in the tweet you were jumping up and down like a schoolgirl. I told yes, not that's to. exactly, no, that, that, you should have written that. Again, if I do something wrong, and that's, that's just wrong. I shouldn't be jumping like that. I just got caught in the moment. I'm sorry. I don't and think the you have anything should... to apologize for. Well, I have everything to apologize for. I should not have been jumping like that because it made, you know why? Because it made Kyle look bad. I have decidedly a much bigger vertical leap than Kyle. Wait, so as which, you can see from the video. Which one's Kyle? Is he to your right or to your He's left? He's to my right in the black shirt. Wait, geez. <laughs> Kyle couldn't jump because he ate like six hot dogs up to that point. <laughs> the the whole goal for Kyle. Every time the Nuggets or OKC inbounded the ball on that side, and we were right next to the OKC bench there. His goal was to stuff an entire hot dog in his mouth on national television. And I think he did it three times. So if you go back to the six-minute mark of the game, hit your DVR, go back to the six-minute mark, uh, somebody's inbounding the ball. He puts an entire dog in his mouth. Gone. He that was, was like Kyle's night. Joey Chestnut. So, Vic, this now has 134,000 views on Twitter. So let's see what goes more viral. You heckling LeBron or you jumping up and down? After the Dude, Gary not, Harris, that's winner. not getting all those because of me jumping. That's because Gary Harris did a walk-off three-pointer. Well, it's about to get about five thousand more because of you jumping. Now that we no, told everyone, that was a did. runoff three-pointer. That's my favorite part about the play. It wasn't that the ball went in. Thank you. It's that he ran off the court. That was awesome. That was awesome. Okay, uh, coming up a little bit later, I need to ask a question. A question that's been on my mind for the last couple days. Two people who are performing at the Super Bowl. Whose life would you rather take? I'll give you those two people a little bit later. Plus, Kyle Keep will join us, his side of the story. And Ryan Harris making the rounds at Super Bowl 52. Who did he talk to yesterday? Who does he plan on talking to today? Travis Kelsey. We've got some audio from that, Vic. That guy's Gronk without any of the likability. You'll want to hear what Kelsey had to say. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Troy Hansford knows how to move homes. He can sell because he knows how to market your home. He is an agent that specializes in the marketing. In fact, he's got a deal going right now. Hansford will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Troy has an exclusive system. Again, if you're not happy, you can go away. If you feel pressure, you don't have to do it. There is no obligation. There is no risk. Just give them a try. 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. He's Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Group. 
Only you can protect the Pepsi Center. Jump shot. Good! Oh, that's large by Jamal Murray. When I can't tell the audible difference between a Nuggets basket and a Celtics basket, I'm sitting there saying, oh my God. It's not just that you have Oklahoma City fans go to the games. It's there's so damn many of them. The Nuggets host the Warriors. Tomorrow, Cuz has the tip-off at 7 on 92.5 The Wolf. Where is the sense of community here? Where is the civic pride here? The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane or tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hi, Jack Farland here at Farland Classic Restoration. We restore and sell investment-level classic cars like Porsche, Ferrari, Mercedes, and more. In our shop, you'll find Denver's best craftsmen in metalwork, bodywork, paint, interiors, mechanical, and detailing. If your project is stalled, or if you're looking for a classic that's truly an investment, visit us online at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated. Rich in history. Bring your friends and family. Cruise I-70 to the 
Parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Hey, Scott Aces here. No more excuses, fellas. It's a new year. It's time to do the things you've been putting off, especially when it comes to taking care of your health. Listen, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your testosterone levels checked with results in about 20 minutes, and it's even covered by most health insurance. Do yourself a favor this year and call them, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online at LowTCenter.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Presented by Ace Radon. An accident clearing off of southbound I-225 approaching the I-25 interchange. It's really tied up traffic now. Traffic is stopping around Parker Road. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council. Also, a three-car crash blocking the left lane southbound I-25 south of 120th. Watch for activity with an accident eastbound Hamden approaching Santa Fe with backups to Sheridan. 85 million adults in America have high blood pressure. Get back on your treatment plan. Visit LowerYourHBP.org, brought to you by the Ad Council and its high blood pressure awareness partners. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Dribbling a handoff over to Jamal Murray, goes through the lane, loops back up to behind the three-point line. He's got Adams on him, wants to attack his feet here. Step back three, Adams falls, and the blue arrow turned the big fella upside down. Oh, man, throw that thing on Center, please. Definitely a top ten play. Holy cow, that's embarrassing. How many top ten plays were there in that game? That play alone, I felt so sad for Adams. First of all, Stephen Adams is a seven-footer, okay? Trying to guard anyone that's a, that's a guard in this league, Jamal Murray especially. You got no chance. Not on the perimeter, no chance. And then for him to fall like a, what did it look like to you? Like one of those baby horses? What are, what are those called? Those little baby ponies? Yeah. Is that what it is? Maybe a pony? <laughs> Whatever's born right away and they can't stand up like a baby deer that is born right out of the womb and they can't seem to gather their feet and they fall down. That was Steven Adams on that play. You you put it perfectly earlier. It was like one of those and one mixtapes where they have to like stop the game because everyone has to run on the court. I mean, that's what it was. That is an ankle breaker. That is the definition of it from Jamal Murray. Well, that's Murray. like the new thing now. You know, it used to be dunking on guys. If you dunked on somebody, everybody went crazy. But if you do a crossover now, you complete a crossover and somebody falls and then you make a bucket, everybody explodes. Did you see the Nuggets bench after he executed that move? Oh, yeah. There was somebody, and I couldn't identify who it was. I was at the game. Somebody's got to tell me who on the Nuggets bench actually dove on the floor. It was somebody, Wancho. It was Wancho. Was that Wancho? Yeah. He dove. He was acting like he passed out and they were fanning him off and everything. I, I, I talked, to, uh, talked to Jamal Murray's uh, dad after the game. Um, and his dad's obviously integral in, in his play and how he approaches the game. And I asked him about that play. He said, yeah, you know, that wasn't even his best play of the game. I go, what do you mean? He goes, no, no, no. There was a bucket late uh, when things got tied. I think uh, OKC cut it to one, and he made a really tough basket in the lane in the final minute. And now that I uh, recount, I, I know exactly the one he's talking about. Jamal Murray, guys, uh, is growing up every game before our eyes. He is developing into a clutch player. And I know he didn't take that last shot. Gary Harris did. But Jamal Murray made some plays late. If you go back and rewatch that game, a couple of the passes he made to, to Jokic and a couple of the tough baskets he made, he is growing up, developing. To an, he will be an all-star in two years. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. And Vic, I don't want to get too hyperbolic, too dramatic, because you said this this morning you don't want to get in your hyperbolic chamber. But I think last year the turning point for this team was the London game, right? We all remember their trip to London in December. This year, is it fair to say that we may look back at, on February February first, twenty eighteen, as kind of the turning point for this for this team? That's a that's a monster win last night. You know, uh, Michael Malone was asked last night, is that the biggest win of the season? And he didn't have an answer for that. It's the next win. And and I, I hate to be all coach speak on you, but I, I believe that too. I mean, what if you come back and you beat Golden State tomorrow night? I mean, every win's a big win. Uh, same goes for the Avs at this point. They're playing without their best player. So every win's a big win. Uh, you're in you're in the dog days of February now where you just need to, you need to get through this month, uh, both teams. You know, it's funny because they're probably – I think the Nuggets and the Avs are on the same clock now, if you think about it. Nathan what, what do you have, mean? Go on. Well, two to four weeks for Nathan McKinnon before he returns. And I think it's two to four weeks before Paul Millsap returns to the Nuggets. They're both on the same clock for uh, big-time players returning to the roster. Mm. So in those two to four weeks, they got to hold on. Wait, so uh, are you telling me that both those teams, as long as they stay afloat, the reinforcements are coming, and right now they're both the eight seed yeah. But both could get to to maybe a a four seed, a five seed, maybe even uh, maybe even Vic. Let's get ahead of ourselves here. Maybe even potentially host a, a game five or a game seven at the Pepsi Center. Is that is that how we're feeling, or is that too hyperbolic this morning? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow myself to think that far down the road. I can just tell you that the month of February is probably uh, very important to the Nuggets because March is spent on the road. They they have the bulk of their games in March. They've got a seven-game road trip on the road in March. Well, that's okay. kind of like the Avs in February, right? Yes, exactly. So the Avs are experiencing that now. The The tough part of the schedule for the Avs is now. For the Nuggets, it's in March. So how was Kiefer last night not being able to do the Avs? Because I'm at home uh, watching it. It's Todd Romero with John Michael Lyles and Mark Rycroft. i got to imagine Kiefer was glued to his phone. He had to have been a mess. While you guys were getting ready for that Nuggets game. You know what was great? His phone wasn't working. He couldn't get his phone to work. For some reason, he couldn't get, I don't know, he couldn't get service. You know how it is when you're at these sporting events, right? And nobody can get service. So he had to rely on my phone. So every time, every time a play was made, he's asking for my phone. And I finally just started giving him updates. Like I was doing play-by-play from Edmonton. So, yes, he was into that game while we were watching the Nuggets game. I think the... uh, I can't remember at what point in the Nuggets game where the Avs finally iced it, but he was uh, very much relieved. He probably could focus on the Nuggets at that point, knowing that the Avs had gotten the win in overtime, right? Vic, you got Uh, a lot of good texts coming in, by the way. Let let me read a few of these. 0301, did we see the greatest inbounds play in Nuggets history last night? couple things on that inbounds play. Happened right in front of me. Again, literally two feet away. Yes. Did Nikola Jokic move his feet? Yes. Are you allowed to? No. Do they call that in the NBA? No. Nobody ever calls that. Yes, he moved his feet. He had the big fellow right in front of him. He had Steven Adams. So to make that cross-court sidearm pass, he had a maneuver sort of to the right. He moved his feet. Technically, they could have called him for that. Did he uh, have a five-second violation there? Maybe. Maybe. But I recall three or four Nuggets games where they are on the other side of that, where they actually held teams to a five-second and it wasn't called. Very eager to see that last two-minute report that the NBA produces after the game, to see how many calls the refs missed. They may have missed two on one play right there. Uh, Notwithstanding, it was a great pass by the Joker. I mean, it was a sidearm out pattern, put it that way. 
He gets Gary Harris in stride. Harris turns, faces the music. Russell Westbrook in his face. You see the picture of Westbrook at least three feet off the ground. I mean, he's jumping right in his face, puts the ball over him for a bucket to win the game. It may have been, I know on this team this year, the greatest inbounds play for the Nuggets. Well, that's why I like the text, because think about the Nuggets getting their heart broken in the Western Conference Finals in 09, uh, a little bit against the Warriors, I believe, in 2013. A lot of that came down to flawed inbounds plays. I think we know now, if they play playoff basketball this year, who's inbounding the ball? Nikola Jokic. I'll take him over Anthony Carter all day. Thank you very much. You know what else it shows me, man? If they, they could use that play against Boston on Monday night, right? If they call the timeout? Mm. They call a timeout against Boston. Mm. That play seems to work. Having a shot at the buzzer. Now, a lot of things have to happen there, clearly. Yeah. But, but they, they got it to work last night. Well, and we were both really upset about Boston. We were both not upset, but just frustrated about San Antonio because the ball went in and out. Uh, last night, vindication, right? I mean, yeah. at this point on a Friday morning in, in February, I think we both feel pretty damn good about how this week's gone for both the Nuggets and the Avalanche, despite some hardships. Uh, also from the text line, uh, can you guys talk a little bit about Wilson Chandler? Box score makes him look rather absent. I didn't get to watch most of the game. One thing I noticed about Wilson Chandler last night, you're right, he's not producing the numbers, clearly, that he or the Nuggets want him to produce. But if you watch closely last night on the possession where Paul George made the game tying three, it was Wilson Chandler glued to Russell Westbrook. And Westbrook had nowhere to go. Wilson Chandler does the little things on defense, uh, the, the dirty little work on defense that you really don't notice until you go back and look at the tape. And, and he does it very well. And, and that's why he's on the court in those situations. That's why he was on the court in the final couple minutes for his defensive work. He was the guy guarding Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And Vic, we have to reset so you can tell me on the other side if you want, but I, I, I do want to pick your brain on your fan hat last night because you do work those games. And last night while you were working in, in a, some capacity, you, I mean, we saw you jump up and down. You were a fan. I, I want to see if your, your view of the Nuggets changes after watching them as a fan last night. Yeah. And we're going to get to do the same thing Tuesday night with the Avs, by the way. Avs and uh, Sharks at Pepsi Center. Same deal. Same game plan. Watch a game up front. Um, and, and hopefully that game is as crazy as the one we witnessed. So we have the same feeling, but, uh, uh, I can tell you this, it's been a long time. I don't, you, you know me, I don't, I don't go to many games where I'm not working the game. So, uh, to be able to jump up and down like that, man, I forgot what that felt like. Did you I have a glass of Chardonnay? I don't know what, white? I'm not sure what was more awkward, HW. Saw Blanc? Out, Steven Adams looking like the baby giraffe with his ankles broken, mm-hmm. or me jumping up and down at the end of that game. It was definitely, it was definitely you. Yeah. Uncoordinated. You got the Vic Lombardi show, it's Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in Winnipeg to take on the Jets. The puck drops at 5 o'clock with a pregame show gaining away at 4.35. Mark Moser, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Denver's looking for a game winner. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Gary Harris the game winner. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. And the Avs have won in overtime. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I mean, the, the extra point's big. I mean, we get in, we gave one up the other night in Van, and, um, you know, we had, got away, 
Uh, Zadaroff tracks down McDavid there on the one when he almost catches a break. Does a nice job. We wanted to make sure that we were still defending and uh, doing the right things defensively in, in, in overtime and then be patient with the puck. And I thought Barry made a real nice play on that goal. He was patient. He looked some guys off. He gets them to the net and we get a, we get a rebound. And, and those were the guys who got scored on the other night in, in van. So to get a little redemption here tonight and get the extra points big. Jared Bednar after the Avs win in overtime last night in Edmonton. The road trip continues in Winnipeg. Um, tell me about, first of all, he pronounced it Zadorov. Are we going with Zadorov or, or Zadorov? Because I've been going Zadorov this entire time. I guess I'm going to do what the coach says. Yeah, Mosier, Mosier goes Big Z, so I'm just going to stick with that. Okay. Tell everybody again, because obviously did not see the big play that Big Z made to save the game for the Avs. Uh, Connor McDavid's got two. He's going for a hat trick very early in overtime, basically as a breakaway. You're thinking, oh, no, and Big Z poke checks it away. And then two, two and a half minutes later, Tyson Berry, patient, 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 abs win on JT Comfort, cleaning it up. So what kind of goal by Comfort? Was it a rebound goal? It was a rebound goal because Barry was able to freeze the goalie and the defender for so long Get a shot off, hits the goalie, comfort, open net, game winner. Avs get their two, get to Winnipeg. Dude, those two are vital, aren't they? They are vital. You gotta have those two. Especially after the way they lost in Vancouver the other night. You gotta have those two. Can't be blowing leads all the time. And they had another lead last night. Managed to withstand, managed to survive. On to Winnipeg, the best team in the division now, as this horrendous road trip continues. I'd have to look at the Avs schedule. Is there a tougher schedule for any team in the NHL in the month of February than what the Avs are facing? Probably not. I mean, we talked about it, 13 of 16 on the road, Vic. It feels like they've been on the road forever. And guess what? They still have eight of the next 11 on the road. I told you yesterday they can finally breathe on February 26th. I'm going to stick with that date because that's when this road trip is officially, or this road stretch is officially over. By the way, I want to get your thoughts real quick. Yeah. Bernier plays last night, gut on goalie on Saturday night. What about Saturday night? I think it's got to be Varley, right? I mean, they well, he says he's ready, yeah. and, and uh, Bednar says he's ready. If he's ready, he'll play Saturday night. That, that would see be how my ready gut. he is. Yeah, that would be my gut as well. I, I just get the feeling that Bernier's starting to you know, run on fumes a little bit. I mean, you can only start so many games in a row. Yeah, and as McNabb put it last night on the broadcast, uh, if Bernier just gets them to 500 in that 10-game win streak, they, they probably aren't looking at the playoffs. So regardless of who the number one goalie is down the stretch, Jonathan Bernier, massive, massive part of this avalanche season. Okay, um, I, had, I had to ask this question yesterday, and I will ask it to you and our listeners uh, this morning before we get to the Power 5 question. This is a very basic question. If you're a man and you're driving about town, and you're thinking to yourself, I'd like to exchange my life for someone else's. Two people participating in the Super Bowl. Would you rather be Tom Brady, Patriots quarterback, or Justin Timberlake, halftime entertainment? Mm. Just a basic question. JT or TB? 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Feel free to chime in. Uh, this is a question you and the Harvester did yesterday, right? Yes, yes, and for me it's an easy answer. Alright, I, I, I'm tempted to hear yours, but I gotta hear Jesse and Marty first, uh, because I have a very gut instinct on this, but Jesse, Marty, JT, or Tom Brady? I'm going JT, I mean, who hates Justin Timberlake? So many people out there hate Tom Brady. Yes. I don't like to be hated. 
I'm with uh, with him as well. Justin Timberlake, he can do it all. He can he can act. He can uh, sing. Uh, the ladies love him, so he can get the ladies. So I, I would choose Justin Timberlake over uh, Tom Brady. See, I'm going to be on look- an island on this. I'm going yeah. Brady. I'm yeah, you're going Brady. Brady. I knew you would, but yeah. see, you guys are looking at the wrong thing, the wrong reasons. It's about the extent of the career, guys. Guys, Justin Timberlake could still do what he does into his 70s. We see it all the time with these old people doing these uh, uh, Super Bowl uh, concerts. It ha- he, his career can extend decades. Brady's done here in a couple years. He's done. It's over. Career over. How could you not, not want to he be? Can go yes, do movie. He can go do movies with Mark Wahlberg. He can go do Ted Four with Wahlberg. He can go do TV. His career's not over. He can sell water his, bottles for 20 bucks. I mean, he can do it all. Yeah. His football career will be over. Justin Timberlake, the entertainer, he's an entertainer, and he'll have that for the rest of his life. So you'd rather be JT? And it's not even close. Oh, I assume Harvester said Brady like the rational man he is. Any guy that's been in a boy band to emerge from a boy band and go on and do an independent career and do it so successfully, that alone is reason enough to go JT. And I'm actually looking forward to the halftime show. I know a lot of you out there, you know, would rather have the Rolling Stones or whatever. I'm looking forward to Justin Timberlake in the halftime show. Sorry. What are you going to do about it? You think Janet Jackson's going to come out for round two? Why, I don't. why, why are you looking forward I don't. to it so much? Everybody on the text line right now wholeheartedly agrees. They get it. They understand how life works. Luke says Justin Timberlake, and it's not even close. Not did, even close. Did Harvester agree with me? Was Harvester a Brady guy? Harvey, he was JT, to be honest with you. He was a JT guy. So I'm the only one that yeah. we've pulled on this that yeah. was Brady? so far. Yeah. Mm, oh, oh, by the way, a uh, guy sitting behind me, I have to mention this, only because it goes back to my uh, transplants wearing opposing teams' jerseys at the game. And I actually walked up to a bunch of people with jerseys last night, and I asked them, adult males, I said, what is the policy of jersey wearing? How old? How old is too old to wear a jersey over your shirt? Some of them wearing without no shirts. Anyway, this guy behind me during the Boston game had a Boston jersey on. Last night he had a Nuggets jersey. Same guy. So I said, "What? what's going on here? What, what's happening? I saw you the other day and you had a Celtics jersey on. Yeah, I'm a big Boston fan. So now you're a Nuggets fan. You've got to choose, dude. So on the night the Nuggets play the Celtics, you're a Celtics fan. But the night the Nuggets play OKC, you're a Nuggets fan. I don't understand this. That's a foreign argument. How do you do? How do you just switch sides? Yeah, I'm not following their logic. My head hurts now. I think your head hurts. My head hurts now too. That doesn't make sense. Ross and Greeley says JT because he doesn't get hit all the time and get concussions. That's easy. Luke says 100% Vic. It's JT and it's not even close. It's not even close. Two people performing at the Super Bowl. One is the quarterback. The other one is the halftime show. People want to be Justin Timberlake. More than Tom Brady. Giselle, what does that tell you? Giselle doesn't come into the picture here, Vic? Oh, you're right. Like JT's wife. Yeah. Yeah. JT's wife. What's her name again? She's from here. Is he even Jessica married? Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. When he's even married. Jessica Beale, for crying out loud. I don't know. All these celebrities get married, get divorced, get married, get divorced. I, I can't keep up. Google. Uh, probably shouldn't do that on a company computer right now. Plus, you'll be out of service for a while. Jessica Beale, for crying out loud. Yes. Jessica freaking Beale. Um, last time you were jumping around after a great play, 
And that's why I haven't seen myself jumping around like that. The last time I jumped off the ground for a sporting event was when my kid uh, in eighth grade won the gold crown championship game in a ridiculous comeback fashion. We were down five with 17 seconds to play, and his team won. And I was an assistant coach on that team. And I'm jumping around, hugging. That was the last time I did what I did last night. Genuine fan, genuine excitement. This guy on the text line says, it was the Tebow overtime winner against Pittsburgh. The last time I was jumping around hugging random people. Still brings me chills. I remember that game and that feeling. Were you guys jumping around in that game? Of course, yeah. I remember being at a buddy's house, and it was just pure chaos. It was DT to Tebow, uh, or excuse me, Tebow to DT, 80-yard touchdown, first play of overtime. How could you not? I guess if you're not jumping around, you have zero connection, right? If you're that person, and I get it, people have to be this way if they're objective members of the media. I am not close to being objective, so no apology. I am not. But if you have no connection and you don't show emotion, I feel bad for you. That would be boring, right? If you're watching a game and there's zero emotion... That means you have zero connection to the outcome. Zero. If you uh, missed it and you're just joining us, Vic jumped around like an insane man right next to Nikola Jokic. We've now just retweeted the video from at Altitude 950 as well. Uh, Vic, your vertical there might be a solid six to eight inches. I can't tell. I impressed myself. I probably could touch net with that vertical. Maybe. I mean, it, it, seriously, I... I I, I continue to want to get your thoughts on what it was like to be a fan last night because you can see why Manchester and I like being fans at games, right? You know what? Being a fan last night proved one thing to me. I'd much rather be a fan than a member of the media, and I miss it dearly, and I can't wait till I get to the other side. Boy, that sounded dark. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> careful, careful, Nick. <laughs> yeah, by the way, coming up next, we'll do our Power 5. We've got Mammoth tickets on the line. Uh, Marty O, Jesse, and myself will all be at the Mammoth game tonight. If you win the Power 5, you can get your picture taken with Marty. You know what it's like being a fan? It's liberating. It's liberating being a fan. But I would be dangerous as a fan. I really would. Why do you think I Manchester I and I trust... are a little dangerous as yeah, fans? I don't think I would trust myself. I don't think I would. Because it, there were times yesterday when the handcuffs were off, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I better watch what I do here. Did you're a, right there. You're right next to him. Did you have a Merlot? Merlot? Wasn't that a red wine? Yeah. What did you have last night? You had to have indulged a little bit. Uh, I had some gummy bears and water. That was my diet last night. The Club Lexus diet? I like yeah. that diet. I've yeah, done that a lot before. of gummy bears and water. Yeah, there you go. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, our Power 5 question of the day coming up. Do we have a prize to give away this morning? Yeah, I just said it. We got Mammoth tickets tonight. Jesse, Marty, myself, Dan Tanner, Mark Springer, Josh Dover will all be there. You can get your picture taken with Marty if you win. Not only Mammoth tickets, but you get to hang out with the crew at the Mammoth game. Yes, sir. And let me tell you, as a fan, if you've never been to a sporting event at a Mammoth game, sporting event, they are live. It's a different deal there, man. Trust me. It's like nothing else you've ever attended. Those Mammoth games are live. It's a concert wrapped inside a sporting event. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Back after this. This is James Merlant. I want to tell you how you can save more in mortgage interest with my friends in American Financing. It's common knowledge that you're going to pay interest when borrowing money. But did you know that there are ways to pay off mortgage interest sooner? From bi-weekly payments to an extra payment each year, even a streamlined refinance, you have options available that will save you anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month. 
With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but i got connections. So I've gotten in touch with a witch doctor. And I'm not against trying witch doctoring. You know, so you're, you're communicating with, with one of your ex-wives, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I sent an email to fiancé number three and said, hey, can you get to Denver and, and, and help McKinnon out a little bit? Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Extra delay on southbound 225 where your traffic starts to crawl around Mississippi or Iliff because of a crash. Left lane, southbound 225 approaching I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Crash northbound I-25 after 136th Avenue. Right two lanes blocked southbound I-25. Seeing a delay approaching 120th with a crash and an accident clearing eastbound Hamden approaching Santa Fe. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic looks in. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! (laughs) G-Money knocked him down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally... 
finally win a game on the last shot. How about that? Finally is right. I mean, three games in one week. Think about it. When's the last time that's happened? Three games in one week that have come down to the final shot, and they finally get one of those three. Imagine what they'd be if they won all three. Can't get greedy, though. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It is the Friday before the Super Bowl, Friday, February 2nd. What are you doing on Super Bowl Sunday? We're going to get to the Power Five momentarily, but on Super Bowl Sunday, a national holiday, HW, how are you, how are you going to spend your Sunday this weekend? Uh, I'm going to a buddy's house, perfect size party, about 15 people, not too big, not too small. I've been asked to bring shrimp cocktail. Okay, Jesse, what are you doing on Super Sunday? I will be working at Channel 7. Okay, that's not fair. I'll be watching the game, though. That is unfair. So you actually have to be, because I was there at the local news back in the day when you'd actually have a newscast during the Super Bowl. A memo to all news directors who are executing newscasts during Super Bowls. Nobody's watching. (laughs) Nobody's watching your newscast. Just shut it down. Just turn the off button. Shut it down. Let those people go home and enjoy the Super Bowl. Nobody's watching. Trust me. Marty, what are you doing on Super Sunday? Uh, similar to Will, going to a party, about uh, 15, 20 people. I, I wasn't asked to bring anything, though. So. Hey, why don't you guys ask me what I'll be doing on Super Bowl Sunday? Hey, Vic, what will you be doing on Super Bowl Sunday? Jesse, let's go ahead and call my wife. We'll ask her. She has the keys to the family here. We'll ask what my uh, wife has planned for us. On Super Bowl Sunday, national holiday, where everyone is required to watch television, at least that day, this game. Is she going to answer? I told her we were calling this morning. Are we calling Rhett? Hello? Honey, this is Vic Lombardi. I know, Vic. Okay, um, the reason we're calling is the fellows have a question, and um, I told them that you would have the answer. So can um, H.W., can you ask her the question we just discussed? Uh, Terry, I'm really sorry. Vic put me up to this, but what are your guys' plans on Super Sunday? Oh, it's it's awesome. My daughter has a dance competition. What the hell's going on? A dance competition. Who organizes a dance? Why, why would you do this? I'm not doing it. But what, you know the people. What? What are they thinking? I mean, when they look at the, the calendar. Football. They're not thinking football, that's for sure. In your life, though, what's more important, the Super Bowl or a dance recital? Super Bowl. Okay, sure. thank you. At least you agree with me. I, we just yeah. wanted to get it from you because people think I'm but making we, it up. I am Vic, not making it up. You have to go, Vic. You, you have to be there. Why? Because you're not working and it's not the Broncos. Yeah, but you got a phone. That's what the phone is for. You record the recital. You come back. We look at it. We giggle. No. We say, oh, great job, no. honey. What? No, you have to be there. What do you mean? I, I, this is work for me, though. I watch sports for work. No, it's not work. The Broncos aren't playing. So The Super Bowl is work. I can't show up to the show on Monday not having watched the Super Bowl. We'll talk about it later. No, Listen, that's another discussion. It. You can huh? record it. That you means I'll be up at late at no, I, you, I don't care about the other dads. That's their problem. All right, thanks, honey. Can you hang up on her, please, Jesse? I, this discussion has to end. Thanks, Terry. Did you tell her about Benihana yet on Wednesday? No, dude, I haven't gotten that far. She's not going to Benihana either. That's well, yeah, I, I had to break that's it to Marty and Jesse. It was a boys' thing, and both yeah. of them looked very sad. Yeah, that's a boys' thing. Yeah. But you just heard it. Somebody actually scheduled an event, a youth event, a dance recital on Super Bowl Sunday. Dude, ditch it. Ditch it, Vic. Ditch it. I'll I'll tell you, dude. Ditch it. 
who in the name of Vince Lombardi holds a dance competition or anything on a national holiday? All non-Super Bowl activity should be deemed illegal this Sunday. Okay, okay. But- Vic, I, I tell you a lot of things on air because I tell you what you want to hear. I, I'm telling you this. I would tell you this same thing off air if these mics were off. Ditch it, dude. There's going to be plenty of dance competitions. You don't have to go. That's what I said. But you heard. Did you hear how venomous she got when I said I'm not going? I'm being dead serious right now. Hook me up to a polygraph. Don't go. But did you hear her threaten me if I didn't go? You I just want you I want for the record, go, though, dude. I want for the record everyone to know that that was a threat. That was not a veiled threat. That was a threat. Why are people scheduling things on Super Bowl Sunday? Who are you people? What are you doing? What country do you live in? Do you understand that this is a holiday? Don't you get it? You go to a friend's house, a family member's house, a neighbor's house. You have fun. You watch a game. You watch commercials. This is a this is bigger than Thanksgiving. If you're power ranking holidays, what's the bigger holiday in the United States of America? Thanksgiving or Super Bowl Sunday? Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, it is. And if you say any different, you're lying to yourself. This is a national freaking holiday. I feel like you're not taking me seriously, though. Like, I'm speaking for every person driving around Denver right now. Ditch the dance recital. Ditch it. Why are you so scared to ditch it? Because that was, like, legit you're going to be in trouble if you skip it? As John on the text line says, spoken like the single guy, once he gets married, has no kids, no more better. You better not skip that recital. Go, Vic, because your life depends on it. That's from John. Wow. He knows what I'm talking about. Marty, dramatic, John. Marty, Marty, Jesse, Jesse, you got kids. You know what I'm talking about, right? I do know what you're talking about. Did, Did you hear her voice? Ha- happy wife equals happy life. Did you hear her voice when she said dance recital? No, no, it's not about, it's about me being unhappy. If she's unhappy, I have to be unhappy. You understand how that works. Vic, if I like, could offer some advice as a married man. Yes, here, please. Yeah, uh, for all of two weeks. Yeah, you have to listen to what she's not saying. You know, she she was saying that she would, uh, you know, not be happy. But in the tone, she was saying you can ditch it. Just got to listen to that. Wow. Another vote for ditch you it. You don't know my wife's tone. Trust me, you I've been married for two months. Thank you. Matrimonial advice from a guy who spent three weeks off for his mini-moon or whatever the hell you called it. Will you put this up to vote on the Altitude 950 text line 30933? Because I'll have Marty and Jesse tally the votes by 10 o'clock. Most married guys are going to say you better go to the dance dance recital. You don't need to text as much as yes or no, 30933. We'll have a vote at 10. I guarantee I'll be there and I'll be watching the Super Bowl on my phone, clearly, and there's going to be that dad. Wearing uh, a sweatshirt with a picture of his daughter on the sweatshirt, all cheery, you know, cheering her on, and he's going to drive me crazy. And I'm going to have to turn off the game and periscope this activity. That's going to happen. I guarantee it's happening. All right, uh, with the Super Bowl in mind, whether you watch it or not, time now for our Power Five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. One game. They love to say that it all comes down to one game. But there's something different about this bowl. Because this isn't about just moving the change inch by inch. This is about moving an entire city to tears. Block by block. This is pain. This is certifiably insane. One game is all we got. One.
is all we need. Now that is a hype video. You have to see it for yourself. Can we throw that on our Twitter feed? That's Bradley Cooper with the narration of that Eagles hype video. That was cool, man. Yeah, we'll get Marty on it right now at Altitude 950. He'll tweet it out. So, Vic, our Power 5 question of the day. You ready for it? Yes. The best pump-up speech you've ever heard, real or fictional, 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Our favorite one is going to the Mammoth game tonight with, we'll call it the the behind-the-scenes crew at Altitude 950. I'll be there. Marty will be there. Jesse will be there. We'll even get you into the suite. 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Throw in a parking pass for good measure. Wow. So we're going full uh, win one for the Gipper speech here. Your favorite of all time. Either privately in your high school, elementary school, or something you've seen publicly. Okay. I like it. Uh, you have to have a few before, like, that Sheridan game that you always like to talk about. There's got to be a couple that come to mind. Yeah, most of the best speeches I've seen, I've seen at the collegiate level. You know, college coaches tend to be more animated. Pro coaches are not nearly as emotional as college or high school coaches. Because in college or high school, man, the, you know, they're still kids somewhat, and they get into it, and they get hyped up when a, somebody gets into their face. And in the pros, man, if you can't hype yourself up, you shouldn't be in the pros. Mm. You don't get as much of it in pro sports. You hear a lot about that Peyton Manning speech the night before Super Bowl 50. Do you think audio of that will ever leak? I don't think so. And, and, and if I if I probably went back and looked at that speech, if you had a copy of it, I doubt he got all crazy either. He just spoke from the heart, and guys listened. You know, these crazy speeches, they emerge again at the high school and collegiate level when they get into it. I thought the greatest sports speech ever was probably Mr. Miyagi to Karate Kid. Mm. And take your pick. What about, uh, I'm going to say it wrong, Herb Brooks and Miracle? Did I say that right? Herb? 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 I don't herb. Know that. herb. I mean, he's not an herb. He's a herb. Yeah, but that was a great speech. Yeah, but why are you having trouble pronouncing herb? Is it I don't herb get or herb? Herb. One of the he, stoner kids on the text line can tell me how to say that it's word. It's not an herb. They he's herb. This is not hard. That was a great speech, though. Holy crap, that was a great speech. Watch the movie. All right, your your best for the Power Five question of the day. Chance to attend the Mammoth game with the boys. Best speech you've ever heard. Three and hell, if, you have a, if you have a copy of it, send it over via text line. We'll look it up on the uh, on the internet machine because there are so many to choose from. Love to get your pick. When we come back, don't be mad at Mellow. I've told you why. Too many people are still mad at Mellow. It won't be long before they got his jersey in the rafters at Pepsi Center. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Troy Hansford knows how to move homes. He can sell because he knows how to market your home. He is an agent that specializes in the marketing. In fact, he's got a deal going right now. Hansford will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Troy has an exclusive system. Again, if you're not happy, you can go away. If you feel pressure, you don't have to do it. There is no obligation. There is no risk. Just give them a try. 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. He's Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Group. 
Altitude 950 has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are doors. Both are doors. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the Avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we gotta go on the other side of the glass, eh? To see the Abs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much Abs access. Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. We we're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at FiveWellbeing.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Hi, this is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. We just added ceramic coating to our advanced detail systems. We can apply it to any car, not just classics. It will make your Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, or Cadillac look better than new. It's an incredible product. It seals your paint like nothing ever has before. Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Stock up for the big game at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits in Centennial. Now open off Parker and Arapahoe with more than a 1,000 varieties of beers to choose from, great in-store specials, and a cigar humidor with over 270 different cigars to choose from. Shop online, davidsoncentennial.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Highway 7 is closed both directions between 166th Avenue and 119th Street in Lafayette for Deputy Gums Funeral Procession. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Southbound 225 seeing extreme delays now between Mississippi and I-25 where there's an accident clearing off the left lane. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Mello holds on his right hip, isolated, jab steps, crosses over twice. To the baseline, slices inside to the rim, lays it up and lays it in beautifully on a slithering right-hand scoop. 92-90 Thunder with 2.30 to play. 
Melo only had 10 points last night, but an interesting thing we saw develop at the beginning of the game as Kyle and I are making our way to our seats right next to the OKC bench. Right before the opening lineups are announced, the starting lineups, Carmelo left the court. He went back in the tunnel. And I'm like, where's he going? He don't want to be out there when they announce his name because of the incessant boos that come his way. He actually leaves the gym for the starting lineups. Found that very interesting. And I say back to you, I say, why are we still booing Carmelo like we booed him years ago? I get it. The year after he went to the New York Knicks and he wanted out, he forced his way. I get it. I get it. But here we're years later now. It's over. I don't understand the utter hatred for Carmelo Anthony, who gave this town 10 years of playoffs. He gave this town a playoff appearance every year he was here. Because he slapped this town in the face and said it wasn't good enough for him and his wife. It wasn't big enough for them. They couldn't he be famous said enough here. That. He never said Lala he went on a radio station and said that. What? Give me the proof. What did he say? Did he ever say I, I hate Lala Denver? Lala said it. Okay. He never said he hated Denver. Yes, he wanted to go on to the next chapter. That's fine. You know how territorial and provincial I am about this town. You know how I defend it to the to the very end. But trust me, Carmelo liked it here. So why are you it's all just field a natural day this progression? Morning, because he's a nice guy. It's time to, to pay back what he gave Denver for so, 10 years. So should John Elway have moved on before he got two Super Bowl rings here, Vic? Because John Elway had some tough luck, and John sure. Elway never forced his way out of Denver. He chose to stay. Good for him. I'm just saying... It's been a long time. He did more good than harm. Can you agree with me there? Should Todd Helton have forced his way out of Denver rather than playing in the 07 World Series? I mean, because okay, according we... to you, Todd Helton should have been a Red Sox. You know, he should have made that trade go through. I'll give you another example of a guy who did. Why don't we equally hate Matt Holiday? He forced his way out. Matt Holiday forced a trade. Matt Holiday didn't get paid market value by the Rockies. That wasn't Matt Holiday's fault. The Nuggets were willing to pay Melo everything he was worth. But but he wanted out, though. The point is he wanted out. Because he wasn't getting paid. I, I don't fault the so guy for getting money. money. Yeah, Melo could have made max money in Denver, and instead he and Lala wanted to go get more famous, and she wanted to be a reality star or whatever. But what if I told you Melo made a ton more money outside of the sport? Promotionally. Because of where he moved. Oh, stop that. Mello had endorsements in Denver, too. Mello was but a the star point is, regardless of Whatever the reason. Whatever the reason. We choose to be venomous toward Mello and not Matt Holiday for some reason. It's just curious. Who did more for this town? Who did more in his day for this town? Matt Holiday. Holiday or Carmelo? Matt Holiday. Oh, you're, you're, now you're blind. Matt now Holiday won him game 163 with now a triple being, off the wall dumb. and then scored the game winning run. They don't play in the World Series. Did Mello ever play in an NBA Finals in Denver? Ten. Nope. Years of playoff runs. Ten, Ten years, years of one and done. Ten years of losing Ten, and five. Yeah, that scene that we witnessed last night at Pepsi Center, that was every week with Carmelo Anthony. Do you know how many TNT games he played in? Late night 830 games he played in? And Denver was the epicenter back then of 830 TNT games. So it's all about 830 TNT games to you. That's how we measure success in this town. I'm just telling you what, what Carmelo did here. The day will come when his jersey will go up in the rafters. And I think the day has come where we sort of have to calm down now. It's been a while. I get it. He plays for OKC. You boo the opposition. I'm not saying that you have to welcome with open arms with the, with the OKC Thunder, but as far as hating him for leaving Denver, I think it's over. Did you bro hug him last night? What's going no, on here? Not tell, at all. Me, tell me what happened. Not at all. I cheered Gary Gary Harris making that three to beat him. 
That was awesome to watch. Then why are you all field day on Mellow this morning? Something still I just isn't adding yeah, up I think, for me. You, because what happens is it becomes sort of like a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like a peer pressure thing. It's, oh, my God, there's Mellow. We have to boo him. Why? That's over. You know, we, we did that for a few years. Don't have to boo him anymore. That's over. You know who you need to keep booing? Guys like Todd Bertuzzi, although he doesn't play anymore. When he was in town, you boo the hell out of him. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Kobe Bryant, I'll agree with you on that. Uh, the Power 5 question of the day in honor of the Bradley Cooper video, the hype-up video that the Eagles released as they prepare for the Super Bowl. If you haven't seen it yet, I think we've got it. Uh, if we can tweet that sucker out, please do, because it is awesome. It is so well edited, so well produced, so well narrated. That's as good as it gets. So your best hype-up speech that you remember, either personally from high school, college, whatever, something you've seen on television, best hype-up speech you've ever heard. Eddie says, that's easy. Mel Gibson, Braveheart. They can take our lives but not our freedom. That's as hype as it gets. Uh, Kurt Russell agrees with you. Herb Brooks and Miracle. A lot of people still wondering why you can't pronounce Herb. Is it Herb? Uh, let's see, Gene we Hackman. Those stoner kids to get on the text line because we have Gene Hackman in Hoosiers was pretty good, but you know I think Gene Hackman drew up the wrong play. He lost all credibility when he didn't want to give the ball to Jimmy, and then Jimmy finally spoke and said, "I'll make the shot." So Gene, sorry, you lose credibility in my book. Regarding my um, big quandary this Sunday, do I go to my daughter's dance recital or do I watch the Super Bowl? 2171 says, Vic, you're such an amateur. Dance competitions release their schedule. Your daughter won't be in every single one. Find the nearest bar, TV, and pop in while she's on stage. Everybody wins. Dude, what do you think? This dance competition is in Vegas? You think there's a bar, TV nearby? You think there are bars just hanging out? It's at some, some gym in Aurora. Not gonna be a bar. Well, you don't wanna, you don't wanna be the dad who shows up with booze on his breath. Not, not a good look. Well, I, you know, I, when I watch a game, I want to watch it by myself, first of all. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you here. The guy is suggesting you go to a bar, get a little lit up, and then go to a yeah. dancer set. That, I, I'm saying fun. that's not a good idea. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I want to be that guy during the recital that's yelling about the Super Bowl during the recital. <sighs> Makes a poor little girl mess up. She's in the middle of some ballet routine, and I'm yelling at Brady. <laughs> May not be your best look. Here's one from 5902. My sister is holding a birthday party for my niece on Super Bowl Sunday. Her actual birthday was January 22nd. That's from Jesse. What the hell is your sister doing? Yeah, that's brutal. What the hell is your sister thinking? I wouldn't go. The actual birthday was January 22nd, so she holds the birthday party now? Yeah, don't go. Just say, listen, it's not about you. It's not about your niece. Well, actually, it is. It's about Super Bowl Sunday. Simple solution there. Text line's on fire with your mellow take, too. Go ahead. Read some of them. You ready? Yes. They're not very nice. Go ahead. Uh, Let's see here. Vic, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Civic Pride is booing mellow. And I do hate Matt Holiday. That's I know. I am. One. I am. I am acting and talking in a hypocritical fashion. I totally get it. That's why I find myself. Something happened last night. It's It's weird. It's almost as if. A page has turned, right? Because I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm all about that civic pride. But when I saw that whack job run onto the court to try to attack Russ Westbrook, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? There's a line. You just crossed it. Uh, you can't do that. Adam called me a spoiled rich kid who's acting like the cleaning lady stole his video games. 
don't know what Why? that means, Adam. I don't get that either. For what? What did you say? I don't. Uh, my hatred toward Mello. Remember the day you made us yeah. talk about crazy things that uh, happened in our life? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this guy gets it. Uh, 8134, Mello put us back on the map. See, you're right. You're right. See, you, you understand what Mello meant to this market, this team, this town. He meant a lot. You're exactly right. Uh, 2716 says, hey, Vic, let's get the final word about what to do on this dance recital on Sunday. There's only one thing to do. Call Rhett. Do you remember Rhett from yesterday? Yeah. You can't remember what we talked about two weeks ago, but I, I hope you remember Rhett. That was an interesting exchange. When we call um, Kyle today, we're going to have to play that back, okay? At least the first part of that. Rhett, if you're out there, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, if you missed it yesterday, Trujillo tried to call Kyle Keefe live on air, messed up the number, and we called some poor guy named Rhett. 0283, Carmelo is a tier three star whose ego is greater than his talent. That's fine. You can think what you want about his talent. And maybe he wasn't nearly as good as he thought he was. That's fine. You can think that. Ten years of playoffs. That's all I know. When he got here, they went to the playoffs. And they kept going to the playoffs. And George Carl's a big reason why, too. You can think whatever you want about Carmelo Anthony. This team played Thursday night. They are on national television every Thursday when he was here. And last night, that environment, that feeling, man, I missed it. That was so much fun. How, Maybe uh, that's why. How Maybe are you, that shook me. How are you feeling this morning after watching yourself back on TNT? We've tweeted it out a few times. Uh, you jumped up and down like a madman when that shot went in, and I don't blame you because I would have done the same thing. I jumped up and down as if I were participating in a dance competition. What did uh, Marty say? Like a schoolgirl? Yeah. Yeah, Marty wanted to tweet like a schoolgirl, and I, I said, let's ease on the schoolgirl tweet here. Uh, maybe we should have rolled with that instead. Trent says one of the most defining, inspiring speeches in all the sports was the Jimmy V speech at the 93 SVs. You're right. We've gone through that. We've played that one. That's as good as it gets. No doubt. Perhaps one of the greatest sports speech, sports speeches ever. That was a speech about life. That wasn't a game. That was the game of life. Hey, uh, we didn't get to it, but we'll get to it in the 9 o'clock hour. Ryan Harris making the rounds in Minneapolis at the Super Bowl. He did some interview with uh, Travis Kelsey. Where yeah. did he find Travis Kelsey? At the Super Bowl. Uh, were you watching First Take just a few minutes ago? Did you see Travis yes. Kelsey's earrings? What, what about are those? Uh, he Why, looks like he them? wants to be in a boy band. You've been talking a lot about boy bands the last couple of days. It looked ridiculous. Travis Kelsey's got his reality show. Now I'm looking at Marcus Mariota try to sell me spam. That is Super Bowl week. Every player there trying to sell something. Tom Brady's trying to sell a glove. He wore a glove on his right hand all week. His Under Armour recovery glove. Up next, our morning sugar fix with Marty O. This is Rhett. Rhett. Team 950 is the Nugget Station. Oh, that's large. And we've got Nuggets Insider, Adam Mares from DenverStiffs.com. With Mason Plumley out, with Paul Millsap out, the Nuggets aren't going to be, in my opinion, a, a great defensive team. But what you can do is control the things that you can control and not give them free points. Don't foul jump shooters. Don't foul guys for and ones and things like that. Get the latest Nuggets insight from Adam Mares Monday afternoon with Mark Mosier, exclusively on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. 
Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Did you know there could be toxic radiation in the indoor air you breathe? It's radon. 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 A colorless, radon. odorless gas that can only be detected by testing. So it's best to test with Ace Radon to find out if you're breathing radiation. It's the only way to be sure. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an Ace Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Race to Ace for an initial professional radon test starting as low as $50. Just $50 to be sure you're not breathing indoor radiation. It's best to test with Ace Radon. Race to aceradon.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Highway 7 is closed both directions between 166th Avenue to 119th Street in Lafayette for Deputy Gums Funeral Procession. Traffic is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Big delays this morning on southbound 225 where there's an accident clearing up the left lane at the I-25 interchange. Southbound 225 is stopped traffic starting around Mississippi. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, here we go, folks. We're tied up at 124. Blocked away by Edmonton. Picked up by Tyson Berry. And here we go. Nikola Jokic is going to inbound. P number one, inbound the basketball. Holds and looks. Holds and looks. Holds and looks. Denver's looking for a game winner. Jokic looks in. Jokic. Holds and looks. Shoots. Save. Rebound shot. Score! J.T. 
Comfer. Cross court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! <laughs> G Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Avs have won in overtime. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. How about that? Man, that's uh, Goosebumps material right Woo! there. Kaz and Moj at their finest last night. Kaz calling the Gary Harris winner, and of course Moj in Edmonton with the Avs JT Comfer winner. Both teams win. That is, that is just fun. I mean, how much fun is that? Wow. Shout out to Mario and Jesse. If that didn't just make your Friday morning, that made my Friday morning. Uh, Denver deserved a break and they got a break last night and I'm very happy that Moj and Kaz could both be on those calls because you're right, Vic. Chill inducing stuff. Memo to Altitude TV producers listening to program right now. We need to take those calls you just heard, put the video version together and make that a part of both pregame shows tomorrow. I think that's how big Thursday night was here in Denver for both teams. It both sort of, it, it both happened in the same manner. Both teams blew leads. Both teams won late. Yeah. Now granted, the, the Nuggets had a 20 point lead. Sure. I, I told you earlier in the show, if, if both teams get in the playoffs and if one of the two makes runs, we'll look back on February 1st, 2018, uh, as a big day for the Denver Nuggets and Colorado Avalanche because I seriously still have chills and we played that two minutes ago. Hey, I have to say this regarding the Nuggets finish, and I was wondering aloud, for those of you watching on television, I haven't seen the television version. I don't know what was happening at the time. But when the Nuggets took the lead, Jokic makes his free throws. And by the way, Nikola was in the game active in the very end. He made the the pass, the inbounds pass, to Gary Harris, which was not an easy pass to make, but he was part of it. You want him in the game. From now on, you want him involved in the very end. So anyway, he makes the free throws to put the Nuggets up by three. Five seconds to play. Oklahoma City with the inbound. At that point in the game, Paul George couldn't miss. Everything he threw up went in. I mean, he finished with 43. He could not miss. Why didn't the Nuggets foul? I mean, why didn't they foul right away? Well, that's the age-old question, right? Up three, how much time do you foul? Do you Five not seconds. Foul? Yeah. Now, the fear, here's why you wouldn't in that situation. The fear is if a guy like Paul George catches the inbounds pass, and then you foul, and in one motion he attempts a shot, and it turns into a four-point play. Now, how often does that really, how often does that happen? How often does a guy make the shot? If you're going to foul, foul. And I mean foul. Don't allow him to get his hands up. There were a couple, you know, take a look at that final shot by OKC. The only issue I had with the Nuggets last night on those final seconds, clearly they won the game, is that defensive series there. They could have done something differently. Um, Will Barton switched on that pick with Steven Adams. Maybe he should have rushed Paul George. You know, Steven Adams is not a threat. Let him have the ball. Sure. Who cares? Let Steven Adams have it anywhere on the court. They're down by three. Could have, could have done things differently on that defensive side. Should have never ended up where the Nuggets needed a shot to win the game. But Vic, isn't learning in a win so much more fun than learning in a of loss? Course, That's what of I course. like is is but we can talk about this. learning. Right. They have they have You know, this week it's one game after another in learning, right? Mm-hmm. At some point winning trumps learning. No doubt. Look at all the learning they did this week. Against Boston. No timeout, couldn't get a good shot. Against the Spurs. I got no problem with the way that Spurs game ended. The shot didn't go in. I got no issues with what they did with the ball. They did everything right there. Good defense, got the ball back, worked it around, got an open look, couldn't find it. No issues. And then last night on an inbounds play 
with 1.9 remaining. So don't tell me that two seconds ain't enough to get a shot in the NBA. Clearly enough. Perfectly executed. What a night for the uh, Denver teams to win the way they did. Um, it is Friday, the Friday before Super Bowl Sunday. I'll be going to a dance recital. Marty O says, don't worry about it. Here's Marty O with his morning sugar fix. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo, sugar slam. Shake that. Apparently my wife heard my advice and uh, was not happy. I'm not allowed to go to the Mammoth game tonight. Sorry, guys. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. The <laughs> no, leash is short with Marty O. Hey, you know what? I'm learning, too. Malone's learning, so am I. Yeah, everyone's learning right now. I'm going to go to the Mammoth game tonight. And, uh, Vic, you want to tag along with the boys? We still haven't asked you yet. You were at the Pepsi Center last night. You want to come with us tonight? Dude, come on. How many freaking, uh, you think, you think the hall pass exists every night? I got one hall pass a month, brother. It's over. Seems like I a use fair it. ratio. Yeah. It's done. All right. I will do an abbreviated sugar fix. I want to get into some Super Bowl prop bets in a second here. But uh, Lawrence Taylor turns 49 this weekend. Vic, I know you didn't watch it last night because you're at the Nuggets game. But the uh, 30 for 30 with uh, Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick came out last night. And uh, Lawrence Taylor was heavily featured in there. I can't wait to watch it. I actually DVR'd that sucker. Uh, didn't have time. But I'm going to go back and watch it today. I'm anxious to watch it. The family tree of coaching in the NFL always seems to go back to Bill Parcells. Somewhere along the line, a coach emerges and starts a new line of coaches, and it all starts with Bill Parcells. I watched about half of it. There's also a good article in uh, Sports Illustrated about Saban and uh, Bill Belichick. He's all over the place. And, uh, Will, this is the uh, anniversary of you paying an arm and a leg to go see a Bruno Mars concert. Oh, yeah. You know what? I actually just shared that on Facebook. If you don't know the memory, Super Bowl Forty Eight was today. Ball goes over Peyton's head. The rest is history. Broncos lose 43-8. to all right, now I want to get into some uh, Super Bowl prop bets. Here we go. All right, so what will be higher, the temperature in Minneapolis at kickoff or the total points scored in the first quarter? Looks like it's going to be a high of eight in Minneapolis. Oh, I'll take total points scored. You know, the Patriots never score in the first quarter of Super Bowl, so I'm no. going to go with the temperature. Are you really? Yeah. First of all, I don't think the temp will get to eight. All right, can it get to seven and a half? Because that's the number I need. I bet that's the number in Vegas. That's a hell of a prop bet, by the way. Those Vegas guys are smarter than All right, so Vic, Marty's writing these down, so this is now a competition, just so you know. Mm-hmm. I, I will take move. points over All temperature. Right, I'm taking temp. What else you got for us, Marty? Right, okay. What color will uh, Hoodie's hoodie be at kickoff? We got blue, gray, red, or white. Well, what color are the Patriots wearing? Are they wearing dark or white? They're wearing white. Okay, I say he wears the white then. To coordinate. Uh, I'll take the field then. I'll take blue, gray, and red. Vic, you can have white. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd say 15 to 1, but okay. That's, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> Way to take the long shot there. <laughs> Hope you're putting 10 on it. All right. Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes Pink to sing the national anthem? National anthem over under is set at two minutes even. Scoring drive longer than the take national less anthem? less time. Less so scoring drive saying, will under there be a scoring minutes. drive under two minutes? Oh, I see. Will bet. there be a big play? Well, you know, the Eagles have been known for their big plays of late. Just a Nick Foles flea flicker. Uh, I don't know. Is Pink long-winded? Is she one of those? She like to hear her voice? I think if you're yes. at the Super Bowl, you like to hear your voice, yeah. 
I'll go with pink then. My money's on pink. Uh, I don't think that's exactly what the prop bet was, but I'll say someone makes a big play and scores in less time than Pink's anthem, just to be opposite of me. All right, number of players to have a passing attempt. The over-under is two and a half. That's the right number. That's a great number. I'm going to take the over. Gadget play from one of these two teams. I'll go with three. Isn't this this what the Patriots are known for this time of year, though? This is when they use all their gadget plays. Edelman, right? Yes, this is when they do it. But I think they already already showed us the gadget in the last playoff game, so I think they're done. I think I'll stay at two as well. I mean, they're kind of talking about trick plays. There could be a little injury, too, a little bell ringing oh. of some sorts. Oh, yeah. good point. Never thought of it that way. Who's who's the Patriots' backup? In all seriousness, Vic, do you know? Because uh, it, it was obviously Jimmy it's Hoyer. G. It's Hoyer, isn't it's it? It's Brian Hoyer? Brian Hoyer, yeah. God, yeah. if we get a Brian Hoyer, Nick Foles, Super Who's the Eagles' backup? That's the better question. Who the hell's the Eagles' backup? I have no idea. Donovan McNabb coming out of retirement? <laughs> I know Brett Favre speaking on tomorrow night. I really don't know who the Eagles backup is at this point. Jesse, can we get you on an Eagles backup, or you got sound to play? I can try to find it here real quick, because I don't know. What else you got for us, Marty? I hate bringing up safeties in Super Bowls, but do you think there will be a safety in this Super Bowl? Oh, bad memories, Vic. Where were you when the ball went over Peyton's head? I had just settled into my seat. I literally, it took me forever to get to my seat. I just sat down, first snap, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? All I see is no Sean Moreno sprinting for the ball. And I'm like, great, nice. You know, people often ask, too, if if the snap is executed properly, let's say, how Peyton Manning's under center for that first play, and they run a one yard up the middle, does the game change? Do you think the game changes because of that one play to start? Yes, I'm a big believer in the butterfly effect. If, you're, if you haven't seen the movie, watch it. I don't know if they win, but it's not. It's nowhere close to 43 to 8 if they... If John Fox could just freaking imagine the Super Bowl could be loud. So you think one play is the reason why the Seattle Seahawks pounded the Broncos? Uh, yeah. I think it's bigger than that. Well, you remember too, Vic, that game went from 2 nothing to 5 nothing to 8 nothing. The Broncos yeah. were still in that all the way through. What's the prop at, Marty? Sorry, we got to call Kyle soon. <laughs> it was, uh, do you think there'd be a Super Bowl, uh, safety in the Super Bowl? Sorry. I'll say no. I'll say no as well. Okay. Last one here, we'll do um, Timberlake's first song. we got four options. It's Can't Stop the Feeling, Sexy Back, Rock Your Body, Cry Me a River, or You Can Take the Field. What is your favorite song of the lot? I'm sort of a Rock Your Body guy. Uh, I'll go with Bye 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 by NSYNC. I'm going to say surprise no, appearance by the NSYNC. whole... I'm saying no. the boy band's going to show up. No. Surprise appearance. No, I, I would be... No, I don't want NSYNC there. This is JT's stage. He's good uh, enough. He doesn't need. He doesn't need in sync. By the way, Vic, if you can guess the Eagles' backup quarterback, I'll pay for Benny Hanna. I don't, don't know, check dude. the text line. Didn't it used to be Chase Daniel? What happened to him? Where is he now? He's in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know. It's Nate Sudfeld. Uh, so who's that? Enjoy Brian Hoyer versus Nate Sudfeld on Sunday, America. Thanks. Will, I got one for you. How many times do you think the word "dilly" will be said during the broadcast? The uh, number is set at twelve and a half. Now, does this count commercials? This counts commercials, and if you know Al Michaels or uh, oh, I'm taking the over in a big way. I think nah. it's going to be more like fifteen or eighteen. I think Bud Light pounds "dilly dilly" in the ground this I Sunday. Agree. Yeah. In fact, I I predict that they'll come up with another term to play off "dilly dilly." Mm. Willy Willy. I don't know. They'll come up with something else. When you have a good thing going in life, Vic, don't you just keep running with it? It's getting old in a hurry. Now that everybody uses it at sporting events, you know, it's the it's the golf fan that says it now. Did you guys see last week when uh, Tiger was about to attempt a punt? A punt? Did I say punt or putt? Was it about to attempt a putt, and some kid starts yelling in his putting motion, 
and forced him to completely yip the putt. He was mad, man. He was so angry. That was good to see the old Tiger. That's what I'm getting at. Thank you, Marty. You done? That's it, yes. All right, when He's we come back. Kyle we'll, a call right now. All right, we'll, we'll call Kyle Keefe, who was probably just waking up. Um, I did not have the uh, extra three-hour sleep, thankfully. I had to wake up early, and Kyle now well-rested after last night's extraordinary events that took place at Pepsi Center. We'll talk to him about it, get his thoughts from his side of things. How many hot dogs did he actually eat? I had the count at four and a half. He's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in Winnipeg to take on the Jets. The puck drops at 5 o'clock with a pregame show, gaining away at 435. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Denver's looking for a game winner. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Gary Harris, the game winner. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Score! And the Avs have won in overtime. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Farside Copper shoots. Blocked away by Edmonton. Picked up by Tyson Berry. Holds and looks. Holds and looks. Holds and looks. Shoots. Save. Rebound shot. Score! J.T. Comfer. And the Avs have won in overtime. Toughest part about going to a Nuggets game with Kyle Keefe, who hosts all the Avs pre- and post-game shows, is that the entire time he's bothering me, what's the score, what's the score, asking me about the Avs score because his phone wasn't working for some reason. But as it stands, they both won. Everybody was happy last night. We'll get to Kyle in a second. A couple of people in the text line, and I'm seeing on Twitter, um, OKC fans uh, not happy today because they believe that there were two uh, violations on that final play that should have been called. Uh, should have been a five-second count for not getting the ball in and should have been a travel on Nikola Jokic. And my, uh, I guess my retort to the OKC fan in this case is boo-hoo. Do you know how many times this season already the Nuggets have been screwed at the end by bad calls? Look at some of those last two-minute reports that have come out the last few months. Do you know how many games the Nuggets have lost because of non-calls? One time it happens to you and you're going to make a case about it? Let's go to the hotline. We welcome in my good buddy, Kyle Keefe, who enjoyed a uh, night out on the town with his friend Vic. Kyle, how are you? <laughs> that dude, that was one of the best nights. I was trying to explain to Dana just how cool that was, but I give that a 10 out of 10 last night. I mean, if that, was a, uh, if that wasn't a 10, I don't know what is. Yeah. That was pretty a- awesome. As an adult human male who's married and got a hall pass to go to a sporting event, I'll have to say right now, not just because you're on the line with me, that's probably, that was a top five night at a sporting yeah. event in my book. Top yeah. five in my life. I mean, let, 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 I'm sure you've already gone through this, but I'll just real quick, let me reiterate that they were courtside seats. There mm-hmm. were, you get all the food and the drink, and it's not just hot dogs, even though you could get hot dogs. It's prime yeah, you ate seven of them. Salmon and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and then the seats and sort of just the, the buzz in the building, in the building, I mean, it was packed. We were literally right next to OKC's bench. Uh, Billy Donovan's, you know, he's, he's, I could basically Pacing. shove him out of the way mm-hmm. if I wanted. Um, and then 
you know, sort of the drama. The, the, yeah. the fact that the Nuggets at one point had 72 points at half, they were up by, what, 22 or something? And yeah, then, they were up 20. And then, uh, then it comes back, and it's down to the final shot, and it's literally right in front of us, and the place goes bananas. You and I filmed the entire thing. I said to you last night, I said, this should be a 30 for 30. Yeah. You know, those guys are making fun of us, though, because once Gary Harris made that shot, there's a, um, the, the, the screenshot of TNT, we're jumping around like schoolgirls. We look like idiots. I know. I, I came home and watched it. But hey, Vic, what was the best moment of the whole night? Oh, the best moment had nothing to do with the game itself. The best moment, and I've told people already about this, Kyle, we looked up, we said, let's go switch seats with somebody in the upper deck. And Kyle found two young kids, Louise and Charlie, who were in Section 320, way up there, right? So this was their first Nuggets game. They're there with their parents, their very first Nuggets game. We went up there and said, take our seats after the first quarter. How happy were they, dude? Well, it was it, first of all, it was awesome because we walked all the way to the top, and then mom and dad were looking at me like I was some weirdo, and I was like, and you followed me, and I said, I'm sorry, little guys, you guys are in our seats. And their faces <laughs> looked like somebody had just stolen their ice cream. And they were like, what? I go, yeah, you're supposed to be courtside. And then mom and dad were like, what? And they had the decision to make, like, do I let my two kids go down with all these camera guys and guys with microphones? And then they're like, yeah. And it just, you know, you took a picture of them, and they were, you know, then we got into the whole, hey, tell everybody that Kyle's bald and Vic's short and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was awesome. I can't imagine that those kids don't remember that. For Not only did they get to sit front row there and watch from there, that perspective, they're spoiled now as fans, right? But uh, you got Rocky to mess with them a little bit. Rocky oh, brings yeah. them out on the court, and they're like, whoa, Rocky, you know, he's right there. How often do kids go to these Nuggets games want to meet Rocky? They got to meet Rocky and go on the court with Rocky. Well, and he kicked him out, Vic. Don't you remember? Yes. Get out. They left. They left. So I had to go over there and scold Rocky, poor kids. But, man, that was – and can I just say one other thing? As much flack as we give the refs in the NBA. Oh, my God. And listening to those guys try and and coordinate conversation between players, coaches, and on-court officials – is is it, pretty amazing. So I was one of the guys that say, "Hey, they're terrible." Blah 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 blah. They they do a pretty dang good job as far as communicating and keeping it real. You know, one thing I'll make note of is this: you're not supposed to curse at a referee. That's supposed to be an automatic technical, all right? They they placed that rule in years ago. You can't just go up to a ref and get all colorful. How many MFs do you hear out of Russell Westbrook during the course of a game? 300. That dude, 300. that dude gets away with so much because he's Russell Westbrook. He can call a ref whatever he wants. If another player doesn't, who's not a named player, that's a T. That dude does whatever he pleases. That's bothersome. Yeah, and it, look, it, it really kind of sets the tempo, I think, for the entire team. And I'm not sure how much Mello has drawn from that a little bit, but it's it's, it's sort of the attitude of the. I couldn't believe how many OKC fans were in were in Denver. I know, I know, I said that already. What is going on? Yeah. When did Oklahoma City become like New York? Yeah. I didn't and know this, Tulsa was a suburb. I didn't either. And then you gathered forty people from Oklahoma City together and just basically berated them on television. I did. I did. We we yeah. took a photo, Kyle and I, right before the game with forty OKC fans who came in from OKC. They came in on a bus or something. We took a big picture of them, and I told them during the photo, okay, good, security is getting video of all of you. If you cheer at all during the game, you'll be escorted out. 
Yeah. Big, did, do you remember when you went? Uh, do you remember when we were cutting through line, telling people that we were, we had to get? Oh, some that food? was that was awkward. <laughs> that and was you awkward. almost got in a fight with a seventy-year-old man. No, he told me no, no crowding. What are you doing? <laughs> there are a lot of events that took place last night that I've already forgotten about, bud. Well, and everybody cheered. I mean, it was funny. They saw that we had the cameras. I mean, every, we were. I mean, people saw us on the concourse. They're like, "Look at these." You know, everybody had fun. I mean, it was, honestly, I. I could not have had a better night than last night. It was unbelievable. You, you just hope that, and again, you, you mentioned the word, and this is the word that's important. This is why we watch sports. This is why we go. It's not about, the, it's the experience, right? Yeah. It's the. Yeah. It's, it's more than the game. It's the experience. And the yeah, experience and, yeah. we enjoyed last night was, uh, man, that's that was a top five for me. Just top and five. And you, know you know what was else was cool was that, there, you know, a lot of the televisions in there, I would say, you know, 70% of them were on uh, the TNT game because it was a TNT game. But then they had 30% of the games on the Avalanche game. And the crossover between Nuggets and Avalanche, even though they may be diehard Nugget fans, they were interested. They were genuinely interested. People were stopping and asking me, why aren't you doing the Avs game? You know, how are they doing? What's going on tonight? So it was a... You know, I was here, I was listening to you and HW talk about it, it, it Moj's call and, and Cause's call. I mean, it was a, I mean, it was a really cool night. You don't get moments like that at home at Pepsi Center, and then you got a team on the road that, you know, same situation. But I just thought it was, I thought it was really cool to see Denver fans sort of, you know, mix into each other's sort of passion yeah. in sports. And last night it was just, it was a perfect scenario. All right, so what we tried to accomplish last night, in addition to just be good fans, right, and uh, not make fools of ourselves, we tried to get um, some type of national uh, television attention, and Kyle did his best. What we planned on doing, every time there was an inbounds near the OKC bench, because we were sitting right next to that bench, Kyle decided to swallow an entire hot dog hole. He put an entire hot dog in his mouth. So with six minutes to play in the game, six minutes left in the fourth quarter, there was an inbound right next to us. I mean, two feet away, and you stuck that entire dog down your throat. Did you go back and look at the tape? Yes, I went because I, I recorded the TNT game, and it caught the end of it. Now, the worst part about it is I'm sitting next to you, Mr. Chiselface, and I've got an entire foot-long hot dog in yes. my already fat face, cheek face. So okay. it looks like it's. I mean, it looks like you are sitting right next to a gigantic man, and <laughs> I've got the net, you know, because you can't fit an entire hot dog. And I'm not Joey Chestnut, yes. you know. Yes. I didn't get to dip it in water. Plus, the hot dog had been sitting there for about two hours. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, it, I would say it was not good, and I didn't feel terrific after I ate it. Uh, well, listen, congratulations, first of all, on eating the damn thing, getting it through your throat, and congratulations not getting kicked out of the game last night. I'd, I'd like to congratulate myself, because that's the first yeah. time I've gone through something like that without getting uh, kicked out, skewered, whatever. Yeah, we were very well behaved, and we got lucky with the seats. want to give a huge shout-out to David Burke and, and all those guys that hooked us up. What an experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ever get a chance to do it, it's worth it. And just to see the game that close, Dick. See how big those guys. That Adams yeah. guy. What's Adams' first name? Stephen Adams. He looks like. Oh. I told you this during the game last night. If there's anybody in pro sports who looks like oh. he's ever eaten another human, like cannibalized another human, it would have to be Stephen Adams. Yeah, he looks like Andre the Giant's baby brother. I mean, he. No, is, but I mean, would you be surprised if he's eaten human flesh before? No, I'd say he's eaten an arm. He's eaten at least an at arm. At least. 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm told that the reason why there are so many OKC fans to emerge at Pepsi Center is because the OKC games, they're, they're usually sold out. And this is their only option, short, cheap flight from OKC. They come over here and watch games. Yeah. Kudos to you. Care. I want them to stay there. I want them to, this is Nuggets Town, not OKC. That's not OK. Okay, man. Uh, listen, thanks again. I'm not sure when this is airing. We're going to play some of it during our pregame show tomorrow night, Nuggets. You got a pregame show at the Avs. Uh, you missed the Avs finish. I don't know if you went back and watched it, but JT Comfer saves the day, bro. I guess there was a great play by Zadarov in that overtime to, uh, to save a goal from Connor McDavid. Yeah, unfortunately, I did stay up until 3.30 and watch the entire thing. Uh, did you really? God. Yeah, I skimmed through a lot of it, but uh, I thought the play of the night, honestly, was Blake Como. You know, what do you do? That, he had another shorthanded goal, which I believe is his fourth of the year, and it just changed everything. I mean, it changed the tempo, the feeling, and yeah, no, you know, you got a building that's buzzing. You got Connor McDavid. It was boy, that I mean, that, it could have been bad and ugly. And Blake Como uh, came up with a huge play. Big Z had an awesome goal, and then GT, you know, had a stick close to the ice and, and banged it in. And you could see, you could see, you know. Even the guys in uh, in the post game show were like, "That was big for a lot of reasons." Now they're back in yeah. the playoff picture. I Miss, mean, it's, it's good stuff. Hey, uh, by the way, real quick, Trent just tweeted a video from the fans of, yeah. of, of from the stands of you two jumping from a fan angle. Who uh, got more air, by the way? Vic did. You're both tagged in it, though, Kyle. This yeah. video is gonna go nuts. I I hope you enjoy watching yourself jump up and down because we're gonna talk about it all day. I'm looking at it I'm right gonna, now. I want to see. Vic oh. jumps higher. I don't. That, that they must have been at a weird angle. They oh yeah, God! Look at that, dude! I almost touched the scoreboard. <laughs> Holy, that's impressive. I could have dunked. My All favorite right, part I'll... was Gary Harris just running off the court, dude. How good is that? It's like the Steph Curry turning your back when you know the ball's going in. Ball goes in, he just runs out the tunnel. Later, bye. I'm done. Yep, that's the best. Hey, and, and we didn't even talk about the guy that almost got into a fight with Westbrook. He was seated right where we were sitting before. I know. If we would have been in our original seats, we would have the, the ultimate worst thing could have happened. He could have shoved us into Westbrook, and then who knows? All right, stop talking. We need to go to break. Okay, goodbye. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So wake me up when it's all over. When I'm wiser and I'm older. Lord tips it into the corner, but like the Russell. He'll find Sekera, banged up the boards, intercepted by Z. High slot as the dwarf walks in. He shoots and scores! Nikita Zadorov! 
the big old fella collects the puck inside his line, dances through the top of the circle, through traffic, into the high slot. Big Z scored last night. Samuel Gerrard, his first career NHL goal last night. I missed it. How'd he score? Uh, it was a long shot from the point, Vic, and it just snuck home. I mean, it was a, it was a snipe. It was a laser. It was good to see first of many for Samuel Gerrard, the centerpiece of the Matthew Shane trade. Well, the Avs go to Winnipeg where it's, uh, almost, well, it is colder than it is in Edmonton right now, so I don't know how you, I don't know how those guys do it. Every freaking city they play in is minus temperatures. It's like minus 27 now. I don't know. Do you, do you go outside on these Canadian road trips? Do you emerge from the damn rink? I think today's kind of a hotel day for the Avs. I think they earn that. By the way, Vic, McKinnon remains in Denver out two to four weeks. Might just be me, but getting two points last night in the first game officially without him because he got hurt in the Vancouver game, uh, I thought was huge. Well, what's interesting about the McKinnon injury, they, they say two to four weeks, and that, that's a big difference, two to four weeks. I mean, that's that's about a seven to ten game difference, right? And if he's available to play in two weeks, and if he, even if he's not 100%, you want him back as fast as you can. This this stretch in February is insane. That's the toughest stretch of the season. It is, but I, I mean, I don't want to play Captain Optimist this morning, but I'm, I'm feeling that way because of what we witnessed last night from both teams. If they can just survive this stretch without him and then he can come back for the stretch run, you made the case it's very similar to Paul Millsap coming back for the stretch run. I, I think yes. both teams can get stronger right now without their best players, and then both are set up to make playoff runs when McKinnon and Millsap get back. Just interesting to see that both teams are missing vital players right here in this month and that both players are pretty much on the same schedule right now. Two to four weeks. Was last night the best night in Denver sports in a couple years. I don't want to get hyperbolic here because I know you hate that, but you could make a case last night was the best night in Denver sports since Super Bowl 50. Well, for those two teams, I mean, come on. Well, give me a better night in the last two years. I mean, come on. The, the Rockies the Rockies clinching a playoff spot's a pretty big night. Mm. When the Rockies clinch a playoff spot, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but it was against the Dodgers, and didn't they lose? I, I think they lost the game and got help. Marty's shaking his head yes. Okay, fine. When they went to a playoff game, you were there. Yeah, it you sucked. They lost mother. 11-8 because uh, Pat you know, Ishek and Greg Holland, yeah, both on the list, melted down. You can't compare regular season to postseason. You just can't. It's so not you'd rather lose in the postseason than win no, in I'm the just regular saying, season? You're telling me that a night in February is bigger than a playoff night. I get it. The Rockies lost that game, but I always give more credence to a playoff game. And both of these teams now, the Avs and the Nuggets, are headed toward the postseason. It's been a long time, brother. It's been it a has, long time since that, both have been there. Okay, that's why it was, last night was the best night since Super Bowl 50, because think about who's made the playoffs since Super Bowl 50. The Broncos haven't, the Nuggets haven't, the Avalanche haven't, and only the Rockies have, and they lost. So that's why last night was the best Denver sports night in some 725 days. Well, I can tell you, for me it was, because I got to live it up and experience it at Pepsi Center. So... Uh, for me, it was great. For those two kids who got to sit down low for a while, that was great. They'll never forget it. For that guy who confronted Russ Westbrook when the game was won, he'll never forget it for the wrong reasons. Gary Harris, his first game winner as an NBAer, running off the court, he won't forget what happened. A lot of people won't forget that. I can guarantee you this.
How about fake Michael Malone? Have you looked at that picture yet? Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Re- I don't see the resemblance. You said a guy that's in that photo looks just like Mal- I don't see the resemblance. All right, th- th- look at Gary Elevate, look at Russ Elevate, yeah. and look at the dude in the black hoodie right in the middle. You don't you don't see that at all? Okay, yeah, he could pass as Malone. I mean, that's why I called him fake Michael Malone. I know he's not. I just like the guy on the left is the guy who eventually fights Russ. Maybe that's right. Um, yeah, I know, dude. I can't believe that guy ran onto the court. I just, you know, thank God that Kyle and I were sitting on the other side at that point in the game because you know somehow we've got mixed up in that. Kyle would probably gone out there trying to move the guy, and all of a sudden we're involved and we're we get all the attention for it, and they get fired. That's that's what would have happened last night, guaranteed. Thank God we were on the other side. How did you guys end up with so many different courtside seats? I mean, normally one courtside seat is is nice. You guys moved all around like mad. Well, the mad. ones that we ended up sitting in belonged to my cousin. Believe it or not, oh, those belonged to my cousin. So wow, we went over there. When we gave our seats up, we went and found my cousin's seats. Got best nicer, seats in co- the house. nicer cousins than I do. Best seats in the house. By the way, somebody on the text line says that was Gerard's second goal this year. It was his second of the year. It was his first with the Avs. I believe his first goal came with the Predators. Ah, Correct me if okay. I'm wrong. I got you. Yeah. His first goal was a member of the Avs. Many more to come. My no bad doubt. on that. By the way, Travis Kelsey, his earrings are still bothering me. Apparently, Ryan Harris talked to him. I don't know what happened. But. Ryan Harris is in Minneapolis for the Super Bowl. You will hear him this afternoon with Nate Kreckman. Yesterday, he ran in to the Chiefs tight end. Same with the man, the myth, the legend, Travis Kelsey, man. How you feeling, man? Um, I'm just coming off of you know the the concussion and all the all the crazy media stuff in KC, but can't, don't feel too bad. I, thankfully, I ended the season without a, any season any surgery, so just thankful here enjoying a media role with the the ex teammates. You know, <laughs> how how tough was it to leave a playoff game and and leave with the lead and then have your team lose, knowing you can impact in a positive way? That's uh, arguably the worst feeling, knowing that, you know, I, at the end of the day, I came out okay, and I missed the entire second half. I couldn't even watch the game. I was taking X, x-rays and MRIs, so it was um, it was just it was weird coming out of the MRI and seeing that we were down a point. Right. You know, and with two minutes left in the game, which I thought we still had a chance, but you know how that goes. So it's, it's just frustrating, that's all. Now you've got uh, a young player in, in Pat Mahomes, the third, who's looking to take over the reins. What kind of things does he bring to the Chiefs that will help you guys continue to succeed? Um, I think Patty Case is bringing uh, a, a huge confidence to the team. Really? You know, he's um, even as a young player. Even as a young player, man, he, he's he's got a lot of confidence in how he can throw the ball and 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 where he can throw the ball at what time. It's a uh, it's pretty remarkable. Some of the throws he just blows you away in practice. So I mean, I can only imagine the instinctual throws he's going to have in the games. Um, he got after the Broncos a little bit. I, I think I remember that game. Uh, but no, Patty Pat's doing good. He's the one. He's chucking it down the field. So. See, I would put, that is Travis Kelsey, by the way, with our very own Ryan Harris. I would put Kelsey very much in the Westbrook camp. Incredibly talented athlete, but quite bothersome for me to watch. Mm, I would agree. I think Kelsey is this wannabe Gronk without any of the likability, right? A punchable face. Very punchable. Punchable earrings this morning. Gronk is kind of cuddly and fuzzy, and even as a Broncos fan, I can admit I like the guy. I'd love to shotgun a beer with him. Kelsey, I want nothing to do with. He's just Dude, a I, jackass. I, I can't tell you how thankful I am now that I think back at it, how thankful I was not seated in those original seats because that's where Westbrook ended up, and I'm afraid I would have said something to him. Because I, you know, I can't control my emotions in those in those instances. Mm-hmm. Thank 
God, I was on the other side. Manchester will be with us in a matter of minutes doing our official Super Bowl preview. In all seriousness, can you appreciate now why Manchester and I are kind of crazy fans? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I can appreciate any crazy fan. I get it. I, I can appreciate all of it. But there's a certain decorum when you're sitting front row over there. You're not allowed to do certain things. I mean, the NBA has these notices that they put on the seats of what you're allowed to say, do, a code of conduct. conduct. And if you break any of that, you're out. You're gone. I didn't want to be gone. No, I know. You can yell, you can know, yell from, but you I'm can saying, yell from the back row, that's fine, but you can't do the same damn thing up front. Okay, but when Manchester comes and screams on the radio, you get mad at things he does as a member of the media versus a fan. When I, like, I'm just saying, where, where is that line between media member and fan? I, I feel oh, like. Oh, when you do it, or when I do it, that's the line. Oh, okay. Well, you do make the rules on this show, so that's cool. No, the, uh, I remember Manchester at that Rockies game yelling at Bud Black. For and you no were uncomfortable. Reason. Yes, it was. It was early in the game. It was like first inning. No, it was the eighth inning when he let Marquez bat in a one nothing game, and he, Mark Buddy Black made Manchester eat crow because Marquez got a base hit. Yes, yelling him for the wrong reasons. There you go. Save your yelling. Save your yelling for the opposing team. The fact that he was yelling at the Rockies manager. Save it for the other team if you're going to yell. Did That's you do, point. did you do any yelling last no, night at Russ? You didn't did do not. any taunting. No, I did not. No did heckling. Not. I, none. Zero. I don't believe Zippo. you. Zippo. I swear to God I didn't. Really? Not once. Why not? not because, because of what happened just, with LeBron last year? I was not on it. I, you know, in fact, I had a nice conversation with Melo when he was about to check into the game. We were chatting there. Did you bro hug him? No. What was did it? not. What, what was said in the conversation? Can you reveal that much? Well, just, just say, how you been? That's all talking. It's been, you know, I knew him for a while when he was here. Obviously, a lot of people did. How you doing? How you feeling? By the way, Vin, laughing. we still have to qualify someone for uh, the Ultimate Ads VIP experience. We're going to do Manchester Super Bowl preview next, but uh, I would get your phone fingers ready if I were you um, because uh, that's coming at some point in the next half hour. Okay, good. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I will be at a dance recital watching on my phone, apparently. According to my wife, that's where I will be this Sunday. Where will you be? Who are you taking in this game? If you're not taking New England, you're braver than I am. I don't see how you don't take the Patriots. If it's a close game, if it's a wipeout, the, the Eagles better be up by 21 with three to play. That's the only lead that is safe against those witches from New England. The only lead. Sadly, it feels that way. I'm serious. Would you feel comfortable with anything outside? If the Eagles led by two touchdowns going into the fourth, would you feel comfortable? No. No. That's how much confidence those witches have. Sick. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Crowd buzzing. Fire to hit for Landeskog to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores! Oh no, he didn't do that. Oh no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan McKinnon. Has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are going. Both are going. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the Avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. 
Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we gotta go on the other side of the glass, eh? To see the Abs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much Abs access. Altitude 950. Did you know Colorado has some of the highest indoor radiation levels in the world? It's radon. 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 And like any other radiation, it causes cancer. Realtors, business owners, and property managers should know it's best to test with Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. If you're the one responsible for people's safety on your property, you're taking a risk not testing for radon, a known cause of cancer. We can test and analyze your property, and we can help you design and install the correct system to mitigate a problem. For construction contractors, my expert team at ACE is a great resource for indoor air quality consulting before you begin construction or remodel projects. Race to ACE Radon today. Test, mitigate if necessary, and purify the indoor air. Fixing a radon problem is highly specialized, and it's all ACE Radon has done in Colorado for over 30 years. Race to AceRadon.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Stock up for the big game at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits in Centennial. Now open off Parker and Arapahoe with more than a 1,000 varieties of beers to choose from. Great in-store specials and a cigar humidor with over 270 different cigars to choose from. Shop online, DavidsonCentennial.com. You've probably seen those car shows on TV where they restore Ferraris, Porsches, and Mercedes. Did you know that Denver is home to a shop just like that? For 27 years, we've been restoring, repairing, and selling only the finest classic cars. This is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. And if you've ever thought about restoring a car or investing in a classic car, check us out at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right Right now, they'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. 
Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Looks, holds up top, Dreisaitl, a long shot, missed, and that rebound shot, score! Connor McDavid from the bottom of the circle has tied the game at three with 27 seconds left. I can't believe it. And here we go, 5.6 seconds on the clock. Jeremy Grant looks in. He throws it into Paul George. George against Torrey Craig. Step back three. Got it! 1.4 seconds left for Denver. We're tied up at 124. Well, here we go, folks. We're tied up at 124. Blocked away by Edmonton. Picked up by Tyson Berry. And here we go. Nikola Jokic is going to inbound. Key number one, inbound the basketball. Holds and looks. Holds and looks. Holds and looks. Denver's looking for a game winner. Jokic looks in. Jokic. Holds and looks. Shoots. Save. Rebound shot. Score! J.T. Comfort. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> G-Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Avs have won in overtime. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. How about that? My favorite part of that whole thing, Mosier and Kaz going back and forth announcing the game winners last night. You could barely hear Earl Boykin sort of laughing in the background there. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Earl yucking it up when he saw Gary Harris make that shot. Finally, the Nuggets find a way to get a shot to go in to win a game. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Let's go to the hotline, bring in James Manchester, Maryland, who's on, uh, what's he on, much-needed, much-deserved PTO? Is that what you call it? He's pto in it right now. James, can you hear us? James, are you there? Try to get Manchester on the line here. Of course, he goes to Texas, and Denver Sports has a lit night. Uh Do we have you, Manchester? I am here. Are you guys there? Yes. Dude, Hello. You, 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 dude, you would have been extremely proud of our radio station last night with those two games, the way they went down, the way they finished, both Kaz and Moj on the call. You cannot ask for oh, better man. than that. No, that was just sitting on hold listening to that. I was getting goosebumps. How good is that? That was phenomenal. Did you happen to watch the Nuggets on TNT? I was uh, sort of dancing around there during that inbound. I don't know if you noticed it. I uh, I did not. I saw some of the uh, highlights on Twitter of you dancing around, though. I'm in, oh, I'm okay. in Houston, man. It's an, it's an hour later. That game started at like 9.45 down here. I was done yeah. by then. By the way, I do need to apologize to everybody listening to the show this morning. I'll be totally honest with you. I am so out of it. I have no clue what I'm saying. And you can probably say that every morning when you listen to the show. But this morning specifically, after those late games, trying to do a morning radio show, next to impossible. Can't be done. Well, and then I I saw you and uh, you and Keith switch seats with some little kids. That was cool. I liked it, man. Looked like a best part like of the night. night. Best part yeah, of the night, great. man. Bringing those kids from Upper Deck to come down and watch the game. That was fun. I, so it, here's my my dilemma this Sunday, uh, James. And I don't know how long you're going to be in Houston for said gymnastics meet. But on Sunday, my wife just informed me I have to go to my daughter's dance recital on Super Bowl Sunday, mind you. Who 
What, who in the name of Vince Lombardi schedules anything on Super Bowl Sunday, let alone a dance recital? Are you stuck at the gymnastics meet during the during the Super Bowl? I am not. That's that's actually why we're here so early. They compete today and tomorrow, so they don't have to do it on Super Bowl Sunday. But man, I've got a I got a buddy I saw at the airport yesterday. He has the exact same dilemma as you do. He's got a uh, four o'clock gymnastics meet on, or a dance recital on Super Bowl Sunday. I I'm with you. Who plans these things, man? It's a that's a national holiday. It's like scheduling it on Christmas. You can't do that. It's more important than Thanksgiving. I would argue. I'm with you. I mean, you can't put them in the same. Thanksgiving football sucks. This is the freaking Super Bowl. You cannot know, do that to humans. I am with you, but I will be back in time, so I'll uh, I'll be able to watch it, and uh, you know I can I can shoot you updates while you're watching the dance. All right, for the final Friday of the year uh, or the season, we should say, let's go ahead and pick some games. Two teams, one trophy. Lombardi will be hoisted Sunday night in Minneapolis. We'll tell you who wins right now go, go. on the Vic Lombardi Show. They may be young, but they know their stuff. It's the Little Degenerates. Here's our Super Bowl pick. I'm going to take the Patriots because although I'm hoping I'm wishing and rooting for the Eagles, but I'm thinking the Patriots are going to win. You guys agree? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm also rooting for the Eagles. I'm pretty sure no one wants the Patriots back winning the Super Bowl, but... They're they're the better team. I think they're gonna win. If the Eagles had Carson Wentz, they'd have a lot of a better chance. Right. I'm gonna say the Patriots. Yeah. We're all grand. Patriots are gonna win the Super Bowl. We don't want them to, but they are. Thank you. <laughs> you got all the kids involved in that one. <laughs> Which that one is the Eagles fan? Which one wears the Eagles uh, jersey? That's Ben. That's the gymnast. That's uh, we're down here. He's uh, he's on pins and needles. He's worried about it, but he, he he picked with his head there, not his heart. That was smart of him. God, at that age, I couldn't do that. I would always pick with my heart. So congratulations. And you know what? He's right. I don't know how you guys see this game, but the degenerates are right. I don't see a scenario where the Patriots blink. They will win the Super Bowl. You tell me how they won't. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Vic. I mean, you, you know me. I'm all about the quarterbacks, and on one side it's Tom Brady, and on the other side it's Nick Foles. I'm just not buying it. Um, I, I, I'm I'm with my kids. I'm with the rest of America. I'm rooting for Philadelphia, but I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to take New England. Wow, I'm going to have to be the lone wolf on this one, taking the Eagles. Uh, Manchester, I finally did it. Did it this morning. We've got Benny Hanna on the line on Wednesday. He's not giving me the points, but Vic will bet it straight up. Honestly, guys, I you hate my crazy conspiracy theories about the Patriots, but they almost lost to the Jaguars. Their freaking path to the Super Bowl was the Titans and Jacksonville. It's a dynasty on pins and needles. A Super Bowl ring is for sale. Gronk ain't healthy. Hoodie wants out. Kraft's drunk, and Brady's getting questions about retiring. Nick Foles is the hero we need. The Eagles will win Super Bowl 52. Dude, I don't care about who who they're missing, what's happening, what's conspiring, what controversies emerge. They fuel off that stuff. They feed off of it. If this were just a regular season game in September, yeah, maybe. This is the Super Bowl. You're it. Your theory was sounding pretty good until you went with Nick Foles is the hero we need. That's where it fell apart. So, hey, man, I, I hope you're right. 
Um, but I just don't see it going that way. I'm with Zick. The, the, the Patriots just seem to uh, feed off of this kind of stuff. They like to circle the wagons. They're going to be fine. They're going to they're going to win this game. We're all going to be disappointed once again. Gronk didn't get cleared until yesterday, and he still doesn't seem right. If Gronk's not a factor, honestly, guys, aren't we underrating this Eagles defense much like America underrated the Broncos defense going into Super Bowl Fifty? Listen, the only thing, what I want to see versus what I will see, vastly different. What I'd love to see in this game is the opposite of what the Patriots usually do in these big games. I'd love to see him play undisciplined football, make mistakes everywhere, penalties, maybe have Brady throw four or five picks, fumble something late. You know, Amendola has the ball and then fumbles. That never happens. I'd love to see it happen, but it never happens. That's why they win these games. They're more disciplined. It's the same formula they used last year to come back against the Falcons. It's the same formula they used against Jacksonville. It's they hang around and they wait for you to make the mistake, and then they just pounce on it. You guys, They do it time after time. You guys want examples? The helmet catch, Mario Manningham, Wes Welker. What about Giselle going, my husband did not throw and catch the ball? I mean, come on. You guys are acting like Hoodie and Brady are undefeated in Super Bowls. They're not. We're past all that. This is uh, Hoodie 2.0. This is Brady... Uh, nearing retirement. He's too good. They're too good. I don't see a scenario in which the Eagles win this game. End of story. In fact, my favorite thing of the week emerged when uh, Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons, got all mad. We found out he got mad because the uh, Patriots built in 283, uh, what was it, diamonds into their Super Bowl rings in honor of 28 to 3. He was not happy with Robert Kraft. He thought it was a a very sour move on the part of the Patriots owner. So we got some hate going on between two NFL owners. I love that. Yeah, I'm I'm with Arthur Blank on that one though. You know, win, win, you got to win with a little bit of class. That that that's an unnecessary move by the Patriots. That's a, but it's so Patriots though, isn't it? It's so Patriots. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. They're the team everybody hates, including the other owners. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be America. I mean, they can. They, they they play this us against the world thing. To some extent, it's true. Nobody's rooting for them this weekend. I mean, absolutely everybody's rooting for Philadelphia, but we're all going to, like I say, we're all going to be disappointed once again. Real quick, guys, and I'll ask you this, Manchester. Is there a scenario where this is the last game Hoodie and Brady play together, win or lose, or does it only does it have to be lose? Oh, it could happen. It could yeah. happen, but I don't think it will happen. Yeah, I'm with Vic. I mean, there's a scenario where it comes together, but I mean, what's the percentage of that happening? 10% that, that, that something goes that direction? I mean, I, I think there's uh, a much likelier scenario in which they're back again next year and it's two new coordinators. And I mean, how many co- coaches have they changed during this 17, 18 year run? It doesn't seem to matter as long as Hoodie's there and as long as Brady's there. It doesn't yep. seem to matter. Uh, you guys all started right, the week all grumpy. I'm glad you finished it, grumpy. Go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your uh, gymnastics meet. Thank God it's not on Super Sunday, but uh, we'll talk to you Monday morning. We'll have plenty to discuss. Take care, James. All right, fellas. Sounds good. That is Manchester, Manchester. on the road. Um, before we go to break, I do want to play. Uh, this this was funny. Jimmy Kimmel does it best with the mean tweets, and he did a bunch of players, both current and uh, and uh, past. And a couple of the players have Bronco ties. Peyton Manning, Emmanuel Sanders, Aqib Tlaib. Listen to some of these mean tweets that uh, you'll see on Kimmel this weekend. This is Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is the only NFL player that looks like the mascot of the team for which he plays. Hashtag horse face. I can't believe you've read that. Some of these are really mean. Okay, Emmanuel Sanders reading his version of mean tweets. Dear Emmanuel Sanders, catch the ball when it's in you damn hands. 
First of all, that doesn't even make sense because if it's in my hands, that means I caught it. He's right. If it's in his hands, that's a catch. Then again, he's got to control it to the ground. And finally, the best of the lot. This was the final in the uh, uh, storm of mean tweets. Akib Talib doing his thing. I find it hilarious that Akib Talib tries to act all hard and when the hardest thing he's ever done was shoot himself in the leg. I'm done. I can't believe they got him to read that. They got him to read that. Um, yeah, we never. You talked to Akeem, what, 18 weeks in a row? I don't think you never ever brought, brought that up. up. No, no, never broached that subject. Never went there. They did. He answered. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Final thoughts when we come back. Only you can protect the Pepsi Center. Welcome to Jump shot. God! Oh, that's large by Jamal Murray. When I can't tell the audible difference between a Nuggets basket and a Celtics basket, I'm sitting there saying, oh, my God. It's not just that you have Oklahoma City fans go to the games. It's there are so damn many of them. The Nuggets host the Warriors. Tomorrow, Cuz has the tip-off at 7 on 92.5 The Wolf. Where is the sense of community here? Where is the civic pride here? Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. So we're talking about texting and driving, but what about hands-free, Chad? Well, there are dozens of studies that have come out. You are just as numb and just as unable to promptly respond to the dangers on the road when you're hands-free as when you've got the device in your hand. It, it absolutely has zero effect. It's turning your brain off to all of the dangers of driving when you're texting or when you're communicating on the phone. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident, contact the personal injury team at Anderson Hemet. Online at AndersonHemet.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. 
What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6456. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Denver's looking for a game winner. Jokic looks in. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! G-Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. Game winner last night for the Nugs as they hold off those pesky Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm watching the replay of that shot right now, and I'm breaking it down, HW. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing everything that had to happen for that shot to go in. First of all, let's not discount the pass, the throw-in by Nikola Jokic, who had to sidearm that thing underneath Steven Adams' armpit just to get it in. Had to sidearm it like a quarterback about 90 feet. That was not an easy pass. Not many people in the league can make that pass accurately. The other element of that final play, take a look at Wilson Chandler and what he did. He actually made that play work. Without Wilson making the down pick there, somebody, whoever he was guarding, guarding him fell down. And that that forced was, uh, Russell Westbrook to jump over somebody's body and couldn't get out to Gary Harris in time. So there are a lot of people involved in that play to make it happen. It wasn't just Gary Harris. Now, Gary made the shot, but it's nowhere close without Nicola and Wilson Chandler on the court. What a Very night. cool to see. What a night in Denver, Colorado, Vic. I mean, I said to you it was the biggest night since Super Bowl 50. You thought that was hyperbole. But the more I think about it, the more I think I might be right. I think you're hyperbolic. Yes, I do. Let's get to some angry texts. Do you mean not to make a cut? This guy's Terrible texts. All right. As usual, we've got a ton to do on a Friday to close out, so we'll keep it brief. We'll start with this, Vic. Uh, 7752 this morning at 847 a.m. Funny how Vic gave Rhett a hard time for saying this is Rhett when answering. Then today he told his own wife, quote, this is Vic. I hope your wife knows it's Vic. Well, I had to do that because I had to alert her that she was on a radio show at the time. The last thing I wanted was my wife to start throwing F-bombs at me on public radio. Okay, but do you understand now why when Jesse accidentally called Rhett yesterday, he, Rhett identified himself as Rhett and it wasn't actually Kyle? I guess, but whatever. <laughs> I, again, when I answer my phone, I say hello. If you missed the Rhett segment yesterday, uh, maybe we'll podcast it. 3770 chimed in this morning and said, It's very clear HW hasn't been in a serious relationship. Vic is a smart guy, and there is a 100% chance he will be attending that dance recital. Signed, the entire city of Arvada. <laughs> He's a smart. Whoever wrote that's a smart guy. Now, I'll be attending the recital, but there's no guarantee I'll be there the entire time. Put it that way. But, I mean, the Texters voted, and they said you didn't have to go, but you're actually going to go? I mean, I'm, what am I going to listen to, the Texters or my wife? Texters are pretty smart. Yeah, okay. uh, we'll close with this before we get to Mario. You'll love this. 6235 at 935, just 15 minutes ago. Please have Manchester stay in Texas. There it is. Without Manchester, the Nuggets and Nevs are out, they're undefeated. They're undefeated with Manchester out of town.
Yes, sir. Something to be said about that. Okay, those are our terrible texts in honor of Charles Barkley. What about the mistakes we've made during the course of this show, Marty? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. So, Vic, I know you're a little tired today, so I'm... Oh, dude, I'm shot. I'm going to pick on you, but uh, you only Please got two do. here. Please so, do. Again, uh, my apologies. This show has been awful from my side of things. I have no sleep. Well, you better be careful. I think careful. you sounded great, but Marty's going to tell you what you did wrong, apparently. Yeah, you better be careful what you wish for here. And I can't wait till I get to the other side. Boy, that sounded dark. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> careful, careful, Vic. What was I talking about then? You were talking about uh, being on the media and being a fan. You were saying you can't wait to get to the other side of being a fan, but uh, it sounded a little dark to me. No, but I honestly can't wait till I can put the media thing away and go watch games like a normal fan again. I really can't. It's been a long time. Uh, also, Tiger Woods was out of golf for a little bit. Did you guys know that he had a, uh, a different profession? Let's take a listen to that. Did you guys see last week when uh, Tiger was about to attempt a punt? <laughs> He's got a great left foot. I'll I tell corrected you. myself and said punt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. It was a long night, How bro. many hours you running on, Vic? Three, it was a four? long night. Yeah. We can have a many, many more mistakes for those came from. Keep them coming, Marty. What right, else? Well, HW went classic HW on us, trying to say the name of the uh, hockey coach in uh, the 1980 U.S. men's hockey team. Let's take a listen to that. I'm going to say it wrong. Herb Brooks and Miracle. Did I say that right? Herb. 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 I don't know herb. how to say that. Herb. Herb. It, I mean, he's not an herb. He's a herb. Why are you having trouble pronouncing herb? Is it I don't herb get this. or herb? Herb. herb. It's herb. not an herb. He's herb. This is not hard. That was a great speech, though. Holy crap, that was a great speech. It's like pronouncing hard. Would you pronounce it ard or hard? Yeah, you're missing a letter there every time. Yeah, I like herb. <laughs> herb. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what the kids say? That's how the kids say it, yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's it, boys. That's all you got for fact that's checker? That's all I got for fact checker. All right. God, hey, hey, who's going to the Mammoth game tonight with us since Vic won't go with us? Well, well I, I can't go. I have a, I have a charity speaking engagement tonight. I, can, I cannot oh, go. Well, I would now, go with Now I feel guilty. Way to pull that card off. Got on another me. dance recital to go to. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm actually doing something for Kids Tech, which is a, a local organization providing computer equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Good is for a, you. Yeah, you, so you made some that. kids' night last night, and you're doing it again tonight? Mammoth well, people, you, you, I like Well, you know what? Th- those Mammoth games, again, uh, the Altitude 950 team will be at the Mammoth game in a suite tonight. If you've never been, those things are parties, man. It is a par- it is like a club within a sporting event. It's a party. Well, the, Who's the, all going from our crew? Yeah, I mean, I need you to describe indoor lacrosse for me because it's been a couple years. But uh, Jesse will be there. Marty will be there. Dan Tanner, the kid who smiles too much, will be there. Mark Springer, who uh, probably calls it Herb, will be there. Yeah. And Josh Dover will be there. Oh, and I'll, and so. I'll be there. And I'll be there. So there'll right. be like six of us or something. Oh, and uh, Bruno might come, but he's not going to come. A lot of music. A uh, lot of uh, action. There's fights in that indoor game. Ooh. Yeah. There's fighting. So you'll, you'll have fun. Trust me. You'll have a good time. Especially those who attend uh, as uh, guests of Altitude 950. Yeah, we're uh, pretty good tonight. Yeah. Meanwhile... Uh, the Nuggets and Avs are both back at it tomorrow night. Again, this is another setup where, <laughs> who do you think has the tougher game? I started the show asking this question, and I think we have the answer. Who has the tougher matchup tomorrow night? Is it the Nuggets coming off three straight last shot games? Or is it the Avs against Winnipeg in Winnipeg? The Nuggets host Golden State. Hmm. Golden State, the best team in basketball. 
So, uh, so my gut when I started the show with you was Winnipeg because I think the Nuggets are hot right now that they can play with anyone. The Avs are coming off a, a tough road trip last game. It's freezing in Winnipeg without McKinnon. So it's crazy to say, but I legitimately think that the Avalanche have the tougher game tomorrow night. What about you? Well, uh, I do. I, I agree with you uh, for two reasons. Number one, uh, road games are always tougher than home games. And number two, uh, the Nuggets, I'm not saying they get a break here, but they get a little bit of a break with the fact that Golden State plays tonight. They have to play at Sacramento. Mm. They've got a road game tonight followed by a road game in Denver the following night. That is not an easy back-to-back for the Golden State Warriors. 8.30 start tonight, and then here at Pepsi Center, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. So you'll get them a little tired. All right, Vic, let's get a little greedy here because people on Twitter all morning have wanted to get greedy. you got the two heartbreakers Tuesday. you got the two thrilling wins on Thursday. Would you take a split tomorrow night, or are you looking for 2-0 and between the Avs and Nuggets? I'm always looking for 2-0, and but heck yeah, I'll take a split. You kidding me? If you had told me at the beginning of the week, especially in regards to the Nuggets, that all four of these games, that onslaught, that schedule, with Boston, San Antonio, OKC, and Golden State, if you had told me that all four games would come down to the final seconds, I'd say, no way, you're drunk. No way. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Now they got one game to go, but that's pretty damn impressive. That all four games now, it looks to be that all four will be great games. That's tight. Well, look at the ads. I mean, Vancouver comes down to the wire. Edmonton comes down to the wire. Who says that they're not going to play a third straight overtime game in Winnipeg? I mean, that's kind of where I'm going with. It's a very exciting time to be a fan in Denver, Colorado right now because both – uh, well, all the teams, but the, the two we've talked a lot about this morning, the Abs and the Nuggets, are both primed to make the playoffs, and frankly, both could make a little noise in the playoffs, and it wouldn't shock me. Somebody on the text line brought up the question I had in the first segment, and I want to leave that question for Scott Hastings, and uh, Scott and Julie follow this program. I would love them to address this. Uh, Scott, I'm sure he watched it last night. The thought process there from the Nuggets' side when uh, uh, the OKC Thunder inbounded the ball down by three, five seconds to play, the Nuggets did not foul. They chose not to foul. Paul George takes the three and makes the three. Why didn't they foul? Why didn't they just send him to the line, give up the two points, and you're still up by one? And time's exhausted. I, I, listen, I get it. Coaches go both ways on this. I'm just curious why they chose not to in that situation. Because George couldn't miss. So we'll let Scott handle that answer here uh, when his show comes on. Before we say goodbye, our Fired Up finale, please. This. We're going to be is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. I want for the record everyone to know that that was a threat. That was not a veil threat. That was a threat. Why are people scheduling things on Super Bowl Sunday? Who are you people? What are you doing? What country do you live in? Do you understand that this is a holiday? Don't you get it? You go to a friend's house, a family member's house, a neighbor's house. You have fun. You watch a game. You watch commercials. This is a this is bigger than Thanksgiving. If you're power ranking holidays, what's the bigger holiday in the United States of America? Thanksgiving or Super Bowl Sunday? Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, it is. And if you say any different, you're lying to yourself. And here I am having to attend a dance recital scheduled for Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. I don't get it. Brutal, Vic. Well, we wish you the best uh, and go Eagles. I think we can speak for all of Denver that if the Nuggets, Avalanche, and Eagles win this weekend, That'd and the Mammoth tonight, weekend, bro. That'd be a hell of a weekend. Going to be lit. Let's go four for four. How's that oh sound? Oh, my goodness. That'd be a hell. Let me ask you before we say goodbye. What would you want to happen more? 
Nuggets, Avs win tomorrow night or Eagles win on Sunday night? Nuggets, Avs win tomorrow night. I can deal with the Eagles winning or the Patriots winning if yeah, the Nuggets you know and Avs beat down the Because you know deep down the Patriots are going to win. That's why. You've already conceded. Admit it. Whatever. Hey, have a great weekend, everybody. Glad you enjoyed both games last night. Nuggets and Avs. Hope to do more of the same tomorrow night right here on Altitude Radio. Up next, it's Hastings and Brownman. Altitude 950. Rewind. Well, it's a big win. I mean, you come into a tough building and, you know, we... We had a good effort from our guys. I liked the way we played our first, and you know we had a really good second, and you know built a lead, and they had a real good, they had a strong push in the third period. But I thought we did a nice job, and they get one at the end of the game, uh, empty net. You know they get a puck down around the net, and it finds the open man, and um, McDavid puts it in there. But for the most part, I liked what a lot of our guys did tonight. Good competitiveness. Um, you know, just guys chipping in all over the place. Special teams on the road haven't been good. They were great tonight. And penalty kill got a shorthand to goal. Power play got a goal. So th- that ends up being the difference for us in the hockey game. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in Winnipeg to take on the Jets. The puck drops at 5 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 4.35. Mark Moser, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Denver's looking for a game winner. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Gary Harris, the game winner. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Oh! And the Avs have won in overtime. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Looks, holds, up top, Dreisaitl, a long shot, missed, and that rebound shot, score! Connor McDavid from the bottom of the circle has tied the game at three with 27 seconds left. I can't believe it. And here we go, 5.6 seconds on the clock, Jeremy Grant looks in, he throws it into Paul George, George